Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Our African ancestors, brothers and sisters, saw the matrilineal system. Keep in mind that all the kings had to come through the line of the woman. Is that right? right. What man can say he didn't come from a woman? Please step forward so we can understand where you came from. So our ancestors had no problems understanding that divine principle of that sacred womb where we all came from. That was the basis and foundation of the goddess principle and the matrilineal system in Africa. And our ancestors saw in order for the king to rule the throne, like you have Ursa Maat right here, the goddess Shashat. Here you see her in the tree of divine wisdom, giving the fruit of divine knowledge and wisdom in order for him to rule the throne. It had nothing to do with no tree of good and evil. The patriarchs who came from the north, the Hicksokes and others, who had a misogynistic nature, a hatred towards the woman, could not conceive of a woman nor a goddess giving a man anything. And that story was corrupted. The tree of divine wisdom and divine life was corrupted into the tree of what? Because here we have that they created in their biblical stories and the opening of the pages in Genesis that they, there was Adam and Eve. Is that right? And they were not to eat of the tree of what? Knowledge of what? Good and evil. Now, who was seduced by the serpent and ate from the tree? That's why, sisters, you got to watch and hear that sound. (laughs) But anyway, here we see that she was seduced to eat the fruit, and then she seduced who? Adam. Now, we are told that that's the reason for the world's sins of this first woman eating of the tree of good and evil, and that that's also... Not only the reason for the world's sins, but her monthly cycle is to remind her of that sin. This is what's taught in the church. Okay? Now, when sisters start jacking that preacher up, who's been equally spiritually enslaved himself to tell that story, and that we were born in sin, there was no story whatsoever in the Kemetic Nile Valley that we were born in sin. So, a few years ago, back in 1988, boy, time is fast. Seemed like I just got this yesterday. Brother and sister, uh, uh, brother and sister showed me this. Said, "Hey, brother, crazy! Uh, you see, uh, there's a black Adam and Eve. Although they made a black Adam and Eve, that has nothing to do with our story. This is what we see: the uh, evolutionists and creationists fighting each other. And they know anthropological studies that black people were first, so they put a black Adam and Eve, and gave Adam a Jerry curl and gave Eve a weave." You know, they had to be looking, for good, looking good for each other back then, you know. But it had nothing to do with our story, brothers and sisters. Even though they make it black to make you accept it, this is not still an African story. The African story is the goddess Shashat giving the fruit of divine life from the tree of divine life and wisdom in order for the king to rule the throne. And this goddess concept was corrupted throughout the whole African Nile Valley and even in our spiritual subconscious even today, where we are told that the sisters are the ones, women are the ones for the world's sins. This is the demonization of women and the hatred of women. This is part of the sexism that you get 
and the theologians. Even in Paul, it says that women shouldn't even have, shouldn't even speak in the church. But I'm letting you know that that is not the African spiritual way, brothers and sisters. We had a God and a goddess. That's a spiritual Maatian law that our ancestors saw. Okay? So let's understand that there was no rib, by the way, in the African creation story taken from the man to make the woman. That didn't exist. They were created simultaneously. So we did not have no story, but all of us got a navel where the umbilical cord was severed from our mother, where we all came from. But until we get back to the true spirituality of understanding our divine balance of African men and African women, we'll forever be a victim in somebody else's racist uh, theological story and the victimization of sisters where we cannot see our divine balance in the universe. Hotel. And you know the story is corrupted anyway because as they said there was only Adam and Eve and then they created a son named who? Cain and Abel. And Cain went out to the land of, of Nod and found what? They haven't been able to explain that story yet. And, then they, and, the, and, the, and the racist uh, uh, theologians will tell you that was the sub-Negroid race. No, African people had a great kingdom long before their Adam and Eve story that they created and corrupted from the goddess Aset and Asar from right here in Kemet, right here in Egypt where you are. These stories are told. You're, this is a book in stone. That's why they carved endlessly so it could not be revised. You see the Ark already back there. How could the Ark of Covenant that the Jews say that Jehovah God is the portable God house and you got it right here? And we are taught to go to Jerusalem and not to come back here to Kemet. We look at Jerusalem as being the Holy Land, not Kemet as being the Holy Land. This was the original Holy Land. This was the original Tanetter Land. I know that may be hard for some of us, but 400 years of indoctrination, you have to look at yourself as a victim. And we have been a victim. But we have continuous stories. So this is a book in stone. You can take your have a few minutes to take your pictures of the goddess you shot and go back and tell the story. Show it to the preachers. Show it to the ministers. We want to get to the root of these stories. And you've come halfway around the world, back to the African Nile Valley, and witnessed where they've copied and manipulated these stories from you. We want to get to the root of the story, and the root of the story was no Eve, but it was, in fact, Shashat, giving divine knowledge and wisdom. See, the only story that we have when a story regurgitates up is what white folks put in our psyche. But now the real psychological warfare is going to take place now because you are here. You're witnessing on the temples now, Shashat and the Tree of Life and many other concepts that we have shown, and that's down in your psyche. So when you hear the Garden of Eden... What's going to trigger in your mind right back here? I saw Shashat. And it was nothing. That's what's going to trigger. That's what's going to activate. But if you have nothing down in your psyche to fight that, then you can only accept that which has been told to you. That's why crazy. We started this one off, man. Yeah, we started off. We're going to start it off with old brother Ask Rock Quasi tonight because, um, yeah, you know, they get, they getting ready to celebrate Haru's birthday tomorrow. Yeah, they getting ready to celebrate Haru's birthday. So I thought it would be fitting that I would go ahead and 
replace him. That's why crazy the the the, the master teacher Asrock Crazy. I hope I'm probably messing his name up, y'all. Asrock Crazy, but you know how that Southern draw is. I got right here this Southern draw. What's up, family? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing out there? Kimmy, I'm just messing with y'all. I'm just messing with y'all about the birthday, but shit, y'all is going to celebrate it because that's what y'all say. I'm holding you to what y'all say. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, just as brother justice, we need you to come on in the house early tonight, brother. Don't you wait till the last minute. You, you acting like black folk, justice. You, you, you got to be black. No, brother, I just found out. I just said it. Justice is not no Latino. Now you can lay off him about the Latino thing, cause you know what? He always come to the show late. That verifies right there that he's a, he he he's black. He's black. He's black. Oh yeah, damn right. He's black. <laughs> I'm messing with y'all, brother Justice. Tonight is one of them just nights, man. It's just a chill out night tonight. So let me start over, man. Uh, shalom. Alone. Peace and greetings to the family out there. What's up? What's up? Whole tip. Assalamu alaikum and all of those good greetings tonight. This ain't Liberation Tabernacle Ministry tonight, fam. We just in the house tonight, just coming in here and do various topics of conversation tonight. Uh, there's nothing, man, uh, actually on the table uh, per se. So we just in the house, man, just chilling tonight, man. You know, tomorrow, a lot of people are going to be celebrating Christmas. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Don't you think, don't you think think for a minute that it's just going to be Christian folk. Y'all better not think that. I know y'all know better than that. Uh, I know y'all don't. I know y'all know better. It's going to be some conscious folks out there celebrating Christmas now. You best to believe that right there. Uh huh. It's going to be, it's, it's still here. Yep, justice. You're going to be, you're, you're going to be celebrating Haru's birthday. Y'all might well come on, man. Come on down and see it, man. Come on, man. Take that day back from them Christian, bro. Celebrate y'all Haru's birthday, bro. It ain't, it ain't no shame in the game. Ain't no shame in the game, bro. Just just say it's Haramus. Uh, Haramus. Damn, I gave him a new name. Haramus. <laughs> Haru's mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, let me see, let me see, let me find some wisdom right fast. Let me find some wisdom. Let's get, we always got to open up, man. We got to have us some wisdom. And we got a couple of things we want to throw out on the table tonight and let y'all know about some other things we got in the working and the making. And, man, y'all, I'm telling y'all what. Y'all know what. Ooh, we, brother, brother. Damn, I almost forgot my name. I almost said Sunray. But maybe I, hell, I don't give a damn. I, I might say my name tonight, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm in a cheerful mood. Because I've been, you know, I was, I was kind of telling y'all, brothers and sisters, that I was kind of feeling some type of way about our family. And, and it wasn't, man, a, re- a hatred, but it was a hurt feeling uh, about how we were acting towards one another and how we were uh, like. And I all knew the teaching said this and I knew the things in the Bible even spoke about these type of things. But it was just, man, it just, you know, you just feel the type of way. We have a love or some for somebody or some people and then you see how they're dis- destroying themselves and you know and I can now see how people probably felt about me when I was out there acting a damn fool and they was trying to tell me but um, hey brothers and sisters I'm feeling good about us I am feeling good about us man because I'm going to tell y'all what man I'm telling you since the spirit I'm going to say the spirit man told me to come on over this come my new way 
come on home, Sunray take over Ariab, take on the new man, take off the old, put on this new, this new new man. Cause I took out one old man and put on another one. But come on, I, y'all, I'm telling y'all, and I tell y'all, I had to tell y'all about the story, man. Today I met this sister today, a Hebrew sister. What I'm telling you, she was. Spitting out wisdom, man, I'm telling you, a Hebrew sister, y'all. Y'all see them brothers on the corner, right, talking and and kicking the knowledge. And, man, this sister here was hitting it. And for men, Hebrew men, we have something we had to uh, prescribe to all Hebrew men. uh, Going back to when Moses was told us that we have to keep uh, what we call fringes around our garments. The sister had her fringes on, man. She had her hair wrapped. I'm telling you, but with all of that, she was dropping it. And like I tell you, brother, quit trying to find a sister. Listen close. Always trying to find a sister with a fine behind. You need to get you a sister with a fine mind. Let me say it again. Let me say it again, y'all. Let me say it again. Some of y'all might miss that. Quit trying to always look for those sisters or run out to those sisters with those fine behinds. You better be trying to get your sister with a fine mind. That sister that was dropping it, man. I had to tell her that, that, that what I just told y'all. I told her, I said, that's what I be telling brothers. Because I said, man, this is right here, bro. This is it. Because we talk about the woman is the first teacher. Man, that sister there is a, a dynamic teacher for the nation. And we're going to have women like that. That's teaching our babies. Ooh, we in good hands, y'all. So I'm feeling good, man. Uh, sisters and brothers. And I got to tell y'all some other stuff, man. She would, woo. That's supposed to drop about the God, black woman is God thing. Oh, man. She was going in. So I'm going to wait till I get the uh, brother chief right by in here and we're going to get it on. But hey, man, I am y'all. Uh, uh, um, the good brother. Um, well, I ain't going to put all my titles in here tonight, but I'm just going to leave the titles off. Y'all, I'm Brother Ariya, Yahawadah, Yasha Allah in the house, and we're going to be joined tonight. We'll have our good brother, Chief Rabbi David Israel, in the house as always. And uh, Brother Justice, we're going to let you in here tonight because we want to ask you some stuff about justice. Uh, what do you know about this pri- uh, uh, prison reform bill? And I got to ask your opinion. You might have to call Al Sharpton, brother, uh, uh, brother Justice, and um, see what he says about this one here. I know y'all had y'all board meeting, and uh, you Jesse, now not Jesse. I'm gonna leave Jesse alone. Jesse's sick. I can't mess with Jesse. Uh, I'm gonna be respectful for Jesse since he's sick. Um, Al, you, uh, 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 brother Justice, and uh, Rev. Al. And uh, oh, oh, Hillary Clinton, oh, Hillary Clinton, she's sick too, but I don't give a goddamn about Hillary though. I, I just don't give a damn about her. Um, but anyway, yeah, what y'all, what you just think about this prison reform they have on the table for uh, uh, I'm finna say Barack, hell no, for <laughs> Trump to sign and the shutting down of the government is uh, brother. Chief Rabbi David Israel was talking about the other day. We didn't really get into that, but uh, now we can get into all of that tonight. And uh, it was something else, brother, just I won't ask, but 
Hell, it'll come out. It'll come out. Let me bring the chief rabbi in, and then uh, I, I want to come in. Then, like I said, we got some stuff I want to tell y'all about uh, new social social media uh, like site that we're working on. You know, we didn't put it all the way together, but there's a new social media thing uh, that's out here that uh, we putting together, and we I want to ask that you go ahead and join in with us right there on that social media outlet. And it's not Facebook. No to the hell to the nizzle. If you have your privacy, you ain't got to worry about nobody selling your information. You ain't got to worry about no commercials running through there, no ads, and you don't think I read about none of that. So we're going to tell you all about that uh, new site, I mean, uh, yeah, social media thing that we have as well. And I want to say a peace shout out to my brother. Um, I think the black man, I mean, the, the, the email was black man, but I want to think that was my good brother, uh, 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 um, uh, alpha male man sending some good information. I think he might be on the line because the brother was dropping in some stuff about executive orders and and I and maybe he I know he probably listening. If it is, brother, uh, when we get started too, I, I would like for you to come on in because you know about that crime bill and you probably can drop it down even harder than I can do. And those executive orders. So if you listening to brother, I, I, I would truly love for you to come in and uh, drop that information on us because that brother that guy had dropped some information. And I didn't get a chance to go all the way through it, brother, because I've been, man, so busy doing other stuff, putting some other stuff together. So, yeah, I know you the man for it. Uh, and I'm, I, I'll come back to all this later. Let's go ahead and get Chief in here so we can go ahead and get this thing because these phone lines are lighting up, and we don't want to hold the people up tonight. We want to get these topics, come, uh, topics of the conversation going. Let me bring the Chief Rabbi in the house. Shalom, Chief Rabbi uh, P. <laughs> Shalom, shalom, Shalom. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, 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 shalom, shalom, PCC. Uh, radio. Uh, I'm going to go to verses to uh, 13th chapter 2nd verse. It says that Abram is very rich in children of God. I'm also going to book of Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. Uh, it goes, Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel, for I am. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the words of heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them, for the customs of the people. Are vain for one cutteth a tree of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the hands. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fashion it with nails and with hammers that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not. Afraid of them, for they cannot be either. Also, is it for them to do good? For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in light. So, when we go back into the scripture right there, and so that this is the temple. Chapter the third, third verse says, For the custom of the people are vain, 
for one cutter and two options for us. The work of the hands of the workmen were bags. They jacked it was silver and gold with gold and fastened with nails and with hammer that it moved not. That talking about Christmas. Uh, we talk about Christmas time. A lot of y'all celebrating Christmas. And uh, it's kind of funny. I, I had to send out holiday cards. You know, I don't give a fuck what religion people, you know. Uh, I always send out happy holiday cards. Yeah, every year. I don't care. You celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah. It's just a thinking of you card. And nobody ever says thank you. Only have one person this year that said thank you. They took the card back, another card back. So when I look at people nowadays, especially for the holidays, especially for the holidays, just before the holidays, I'm going to tell you something. When you're looking at uh, all this money being spent, all this money being spent, and it's going to the Arabs, it's going to the so-called Jewish community, it's going to everybody else that's not more than black folks. You know? Nobody wants, you know, and, and you never get nothing that you want. Hell, I bought myself a gift this year. And the shit don't even work no more. Shit broke down no Ain't that some shit? You know what I'm talking about, right? Shit ain't that no more. All this shit that you think is good and you think is, you know, all right, man, it ain't shit. It ain't shit, man. You know what I'm saying? It ain't shit. None of it, man. So when you're looking at a lot of holidays, you know, a lot of these holidays, it's just a... It's just bullshit that the, you know, families don't get together no more. You know, I, I, you know, I send out cards, trying to call people, trying to talk to people. It's still season. Some of them ain't even dealing with each other no more. People, people ain't even talking to each other no more, you know. It's just. So many things that people don't do no more, man. You know, you get time people still look out for each other. You know, you know, hey, brother, you know, I see you ain't you know, doing that. Let me invite you over for dinner. You know, the family, you know, you have a little turkey. Go have some ham. Boy, you know, I don't eat ham, but, you know. You know what I'm saying? People would just, you know, invite each other over. You know, we want to do something with each other, you know. Even you have family. Thanksgiving, the same thing. You know? Shit. Now it's just, it's, people don't get together. People don't do nothing no more, you know? 
Black families is no more black family no more. Scripture says Psalms one thirty three and one. Behold, I'm good. Our pleasure is for brethren to sit the world together more than unity. Ain't no unification no more. So when we're looking at unification, we got to try to, like Bobby Brad said, I guess we gonna have to take control. Oh, no. So as you, we're gonna have to try to do the best we can on our own. You know, look at Brother Harvey you know, I love Brother Harvey the high priest. You know, we're going to have to get together amongst each other. We're going to have to start our own tradition. And all our families, we ain't got these traditions no more. My family broke my arms, fucked my family all up. You know, stole my damn house, you know, last three or four Christmas, me and my family was homeless. Well, this is the first year me and my, my damn family ain't, ain't, ain't homeless. You know what I'm saying? So, we ain't sad. The first holiday. So, it was the first Thanksgiving, first so-called Christmas holiday. That we ain't outside, so, you know, praise Yahweh, you know. But it shouldn't be said. Since our hearts monkeys did us like shit, she did our family home, you know, did us like shit. It just ain't the same. Our hearts monkeys called me up, which I do, because, bitch, you stole my goddamn house, bitch. You threw me out the family home and sold that bitch. And stole the money that my grandmama left me, bitch. Fuck you going to tell me some goddamn what the fuck I'm doing. You know, see, see, see what I'm talking about? You ain't looking at this, man. He ain't, he ain't got, the family ain't like he used to be, man. It ain't. You know, over money, over the most stupid things that we do each other. Like crap over man, over the most stupid shit, man. You know, over the most stupid shit, man. Family do to each other like shit over the most stupid thing, man. So you know, looking at it now, man, we gonna have to come together and and, and really. I don't care what you say. We're going to have to come together. We're going to have to take this shit serious, man. Brother Hot Priest, we're going to have to take this shit serious. Building this ministry, we're going to have to build this ministry amongst each other. We're going to have to do this shit for real. Ain't, I'm telling you right now, ain't no goddamn families out here no more, man. You know they out, know they out here, brother. They out here, brother. Then, <laughs> they out here, brother. We're not going to generalize it and say they not. And then for Liberation Tabernacle, 
said, we ain't taking this serious. Brother, we already taking this serious. And we can, uh, you know, this ain't for no braggadocious thing. You know, like say, any ministry is supposed to do, we supposed to give back. You know, hell, it ain't, it ain't you know, she's probably just two of us. We ain't got no congregation. We ain't got no tithes and offering. But still, again, you know, we, there are some people who are going to be able to eat a little something tomorrow. You know, even though I don't celebrate Christmas, but Liberation Tabernacle, we was able to contribute some money to the missions so some people can have some, some food. And it wasn't my idea. It was my wife. They wanted to get together. Her and her mom put the idea together. So they wanted to take care of, you know, make sure a mission, some people, because uh, they know some people who used to go to that mission, who had to go to that mission. People live there and people go for food. So they made sure that mission had food tomorrow to feed people who want something to eat. So that's what Liberation Tabernacle, this is what it's about. I ain't put this together or Liberation Tabernacle just to be a, a have a damn name, have a title. It just, this is, this is for real. So, and like I said, I didn't bring that to bring it up to be braggadocious, but that's what it's going to be about. So, regardless, if I had to work on that goddamn garbage truck 90 hours a week, I'm going to make sure I do what I got to do to make this thing work and make sure, because it's like, we talk about the church, what the church ain't doing, you know, and shit like, I mean, stuff like that. Well, this ain't Liberation Tabernacle, y'all, so I guess I can get barefooted tonight. Um, we talk about what the church ain't doing and the church ain't doing. See, this is what I say. So when we talk about what, ain't, what, what somebody else ain't doing, we have to set the example, set the standard, and start doing what they ain't doing so we can get the people to look at, like, Damn, y'all supposed to be a church or supposed to be a mission. Look what they doing. How come y'all ain't doing this? Let the people like like they said. Um, Elijah Muhammad said, "Put the clean glass up against the like, put the clean glass up against the dirty glass, and let the people choose." So they have to have a choice. So our thing is to be that clean glass. The hell with all that. Let the dirty the dirty gonna be the dirty. Well, somebody got to be the clean so the people can have a choice and then they can see who ain't doing what. You know, because when, when we just talk about who ain't doing what, the people can't see shit. They don't have nothing to wait, uh, the uh, option to see. They don't have an example of, okay, well, both of y'all just talking shit and both of y'all ain't doing nothing. But when they see somebody over here doing something, because see what they said, when you ain't, the people that's working, and putting together some, they ain't got time to be worried about what another motherfucker ain't doing because they too busy put they too busy working. They too busy working. So my thing now, I don't give a rat's ass. Well, who ain't doing what? Because you know what? I'm trying to be too busy working. I can't notice what they ain't doing when I got my head down working, trying to build something for my people. Not my people, but our people. Let's say make that clear. That's it. I don't give a fuck what they ain't doing. I give a damn about what they ain't doing. Because you're always going to have doers and you're going to have non-doers. That's going to be there. That's always going to be there. So it's like like a lot of our people. We focus so much sometimes on what the white man doing that, God damn it, we can't do nothing. 
that we can't do nothing for ourselves because we're too busy worried about the white man doing this, the white man do. You know what? If the white man is being destructive, if he's being whatever he's doing, and we say that is in his nature. So his nature, he's doing what his nature requires him to do. If it's reckless, uh, destructive, he's doing what he do. Well, God damn it, we ain't we going to do with what the fuck we got to do. That's all I want to know. I ain't give a fuck about what nobody else ain't doing. My thing is, again, I'm saying a lot of things on a positive level. I don't know about nobody else. I was frustrated. And, and see, Brother Ari, I ain't finna get frustrated no more. My motherfucking blood pressure up, sugar all up one day. I ain't even no goddamn diabetic. One, one, I told y'all one Sunday, man, my blood pressure was up. My goddamn sugar was up. I don't have, I ain't diagnosed with high blood pressure or sugar. It was a lot of stress and a lot of dealing with a lot of negative BS. That's why I said I never do it goddamn again. I've been running into people, man. I mean, it's been beautiful. And those people that I've been talking to that used to, man, want to deny every damn thing. You know what? I don't give a, like, I tell them when I try to talk to them, I used to, man, try to go ahead and just, you know, shoot that information, trying to plant that seed. Now, when we get into it and they start denying, I say, you know what? Cool. I'm good. I, hey, bro, I'm through with it. I'm through with it. That's what I do now. I said, I'm through. They still trying to talk. I, hey, ho, 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 cat. I'm through. You know, you know what? You know what? Through or finish me? It's over with. I don't give a look. If your ass fall off the bridge today, mother sucker don't say. Ariad didn't try to tell you that motherfucking bridge run out down there. So if you keep on driving, and we were there yesterday, okay, uh, let me out the car. Uh, I'll holler at you. I'm not going to keep on trying to tell a motherfucker, man. Excuse my French, y'all. I keep on saying that. Bro, I ain't wasting my time with that shit no more. So the thing here is, because I'm too busy trying to build, too busy trying to build. So our thing here, like I said, man, um, like I said, I was talking about this, this, this sister today, man. I mean, and just it's just not that. Just seeing these people now, man, and how our people are awakening. See, that's what I'm focused on. I'm looking at the people that's awakening now. See, I was so busy looking at the people who still sleep and the bullshit that the news were putting out there, that all the killing. Just like today, not too long ago, they got a drive-by here in the city. Now, here you go, y'all. It, you know, just think about it, though. People say it's the holiday season, and which is always chaos at this time of the year. But here's a three-year-old just got shot in a drive-by here in Memphis. About a, about a couple of hours ago, you would think a child right now, most of them, I'm probably looking at it, they finna get ready to celebrate Christmas. The child probably full of joy. Think about what the the gifts they going to get and things of this nature. Now the child, finna, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know if they said the child died or not. I didn't even want to listen to the news and hear it. But the child now is going to be in the hospital, probably finna go through surgery and all this type of stuff. They that they, let the child hold uh idea and happiness that they had waiting on tomorrow been screwed up because what some goddamn knuckleheads out here goddamn shooting huh these disagreeable disagreeable black ass devils not the white devil but the goddamn black devils that we don't never want to talk about shoot a three so you know what i i, I can't i ain't doing it i ain't doing it so you know i like i'm like the elder said man the mom and them used to say I try, you try to talk to them. I Lord, Lord knows, like I said in the video, Lord knows, you know, I've been praying for them, Lord. I, I, I can't deal with it no more. Lord is in your hands. 
I, I can't deal with it no more. So when you start doing, start working on some your own thing, work on what we can do and work on, like I said, when you're paying attention, when you're too busy working, doing what you got to do to put something together, you don't, you, don't, you don't even notice what another motherfucker ain't doing. You're like, damn, bro, I ain't even paying no attention. Somebody be going, hey, man, you know this uh, dude ain't doing nothing all day. He he been sitting on his ass. You been working hard all day. You know what? I ain't paid attention because you know what? I was working just like you said. <laughs> so I ain't got time for this. I'm trying to do what I got to do with Liberation Tabernacle. I've been building with people, man. It's been good. It's been great. People are waking up, you know, man. So, hey, I, that's that's my mission. That's why the Most High has led me into the direction I'm supposed to be going. I've been there. I'm supposed to be in that direction, but I got led off the straight, you know, on the grandmama house. You know, we got we got led astray, seen some glittering glow gold on one side, and we got, you know, took off the path, but down back. Man, it been beautiful, like I said. And I'm going to tell y'all, and I just, here I come, bro. So today, let me see what my brother, uh, uh, brother Haru was saying. Like I said, they see, they see. Bro said, he see the awakening too, brother Haru said, he see the awakening. Most definitely, brother. He says, focus on self, absolutely. Absolutely. Just walk away from the bullshit. <laughs> yes, sir. Just walk away. You got to walk away from the bullshit. Uh, uh, hey, oh, okay, bro, Justin. Uh, <laughs> somebody said I got an um, anonymous letter here, a message that said they just saw you downtown in Philly down there singing Christmas carols. Oh, justice. Uh-huh. I know you're going to get us when you come in here. I already know. But you know I got to mess with you. Just, but I did do an anonymous thing that it just saw you with Santa Claus had the, uh, the red, black, and green. Red, black, and green Santa Claus hat down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell y'all right fast uh, about this sister right fast. I got to say, because I'm excited, man, about this here, man. Like I said, I at the work at the day. And, and and just just happened, the sister came out and started talking to us and about her, because uh, we were servicing her can, and and she was checking on her account, and she had the head wrap on, and I didn't I didn't notice the fringes and really did pay attention to the skirt, but I was like I knew because you know you know a sister like every just ordinary sisters ain't out here wearing these scarves and got their head covered up. Nah, either gonna be a Muslim or you will see some uh like the sisters in the conscience with the uh uh with you know the, with the comedic signs or co- I don't say comedic sign because that ain't no damn thing. It's comedic signs, comedic traditions. I like traditions, y'all. To uh, comedic traditions, um, and I never really seen too many Hebrew sisters not hitting me up. So I, you know, I wasn't that that didn't even come to my mind. But I just thought Kim it was some kind of consciousness, you know. I. So when I asked her, I was like, oh, sister, you don't mean, oh, can I, you, don't, you don't mind me asking. I said, um, what, what, what tradition, spiritual tradition are you with? She said, I'm a Hebrew. She said, you a Hebrew and he a Hebrew too. Talking to me in my drive, the drive. He a Hebrew too. <laughs> uh, she was excited. I said, uh, I did. I said, oh, Shalom, sister. She looked like she was shocked. Shalom, you know, Shalom, the same thing. Some say Shalom, y'all. Some say uh, 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 Shalom, still meaning peace. So both of them, you know, is a greeting. So I hit her with the greeting, and she was saying, Brother RBG Santa Claus. <laughs> Goddamn, Justin, you cutting up out there, man. Everybody see you out there, brother. They taking pictures of you and everything. You're going to be on Facebook. You just don't know it because you don't do Facebook. So they got you. Uh, but, yeah, when she was talking, man, she 
and then I told her, you know, uh, you know, I'm Hebrew too. Well, I, I said Shalom, the hell, that was a Shalom. I said, yeah, I'm him, and I told her my name. She's like, oh yeah. So man, the sister just went in. But I'm gonna say, if you wanna go and throw one thing out, she was saying something. She started talking about the sisters wearing pants, and they're not supposed to be wearing the pants. And then she started, man. I mean, she was going into all kind of history. And uh, but the sister brought out. She said, yeah, all that, all that stuff about the black woman is God. She said that ain't nothing new. Man, she took it to the scriptures and all that. She was like, that's what I, that's what happened to uh she said, notice. She said how the so-called serpent, as they look, they said, you know, just metaphorically speaking in the Bible. She said, notice how the serpent, he didn't go to the man. He went to the woman and told her, you can be like God. You can be like God. He didn't tell the man that. I was like, God damn. Because you know, that's what he, man, but the sister was going in on it. And that's what they saying, that black woman is God. And then when she dropped it, I was like, damn, I ain't think about that shit. (laughs) I was like, yeah, but that sister was going, but see, these sisters, man, they out here. And then she was dropping it on the brother. And I knew he was kind of because a lot of the things that I had been telling and talking to him about, but I was just telling him about Constantine earlier. You know, he don't want to hear shit from me. You know, sometimes it takes, though. Let me tell you, all sometimes y'all could be talking to a person and, you know, you around them, coworkers. Sometimes it have to take another person to come. I know somebody will get pissed off about it. Like, I've been telling you that. But sometimes y'all don't understand. Sometimes it, it, it will have to take another person to come. And, you know, say something. Because sometimes we don't understand that it's it, 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 uh, it, meant like that. Sometimes you 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 give up on them. And I, I, y'all like to say, oh, I said the most high now. Or your how or, or we'll just say nature, whatever y'all like, whatever your, your your tradition is. It was it was sending somebody, the spirit was sending somebody else that way. By the time you basically gave up on them. The spirit of sin or some uh, send somebody else that way and drop that seed, same seed that you've been dropping on them. And now that they really start hearing it, and like she told him when she was dropping the information on him, she said, but now that you know you're a Hebrew brother, and she was dropping the whole thing about the laws ain't done away with. I mean, she was going deep into the Bible, man. I mean, she was going into the Roman, uh, the Roman Empire. I mean, bro, when I said, when that family, when I said she was going in, I was like, whoa. I was like, man, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I'm a sight. I'm like a damn Christian. I'm about to shout out there, y'all, because it was good to see this, man. You know, this this, this is happening. It was a she was kind of younger sister, man, and see sisters ain't no one no thoughts and ain't none of that stuff talking to brothers dropping this and, and you know and giving this information confirmation. But and, anyway, you know. When I left, man, I felt good about it. And I know he was kind of stunned because he's a man. He, he he's a Christian. So when she was hitting them about that Christian stuff with some bull and how they, man, how they flipped the Bible and all that, man, she even went to how teaching about how Constantine was black and she went all. Man, I mean, that's such. I was like, God damn, hold up now. I got to go back and look at some of this. <laughs> but yeah, so it it was beautiful. It's beautiful to see that our people are waking up. And she with the um, let me put it out. She's with the group, the brothers here. Um, but there's a lot of they all over. The, um, uh, what was it? Dang, hold on. What's the name of it? Israel gathered. What was it? Israel united in Christ. This is it. Israel united in Christ. Have y'all seen the guys in the purple and gold? 
that's who that's who she was with. Like they had eight hundred men that gathered here in Memphis that time for a rally, or they had an actual convention. Um, and yeah, and and man, eight hundred y'all, brother, deep. I didn't get a chance to see because I didn't even know what was happening, but I seen it on the news they were talking about it. Man, they scared the hell out of them white folks here, bro. Scared the hell out of them. And and, and if they check it out, y'all, if they 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 class setting that night ain't not a not a church, but where they gather and have their classes outside of the um they 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 storefront, not the storefront, where they play to have their classes. I don't know what is what they call it. Uh, I say camp, but it's a building. They got a sign of the white Jesus up there, y'all. The white Jesus, yeah, yeah, huh? The white Jesus, and they got the the black one on the side, and they they got a sign set <laughs> with the picture, man. I mean, it's painted on their building. A big man, the whole side of their building got that on. I'm a, I'm gonna try to get a picture one day. Go over there and get a picture, man. She said them goddamn white boy be coming through there, be mad as hell. They be taking pictures and everything. Yeah, they got on there the white and said identity there. Yeah, man. So it, it's a trip, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what some people say, man. They working with the police, uh, 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 Israel, uh, what was it, Israel gathered in Christ. But, yeah, but just seeing them sisters, bang, I mean, damn, that sister dropping in, not like that, y'all. But it, it, was a, it was a good thing because, like I said, and then she had babies. So I know when she was dropping on the history, I know them children going get to some, get some knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in their head. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But I just had to drop that on you, and it was something else, but I don't know y'all here. I just got so excited on that one today. Like I said. So it's, it's been good, man. A lot of our people, we're waking up, man, and this was been told that was going to happen. We're going to have, it's going to be a great falling away, but that great falling away was about that goddamn church, that church. Uh-huh. A lot of people getting away from that church. Because she had said, she said she wanted to get into some, you know, she knew some things weren't right. And she said she knew that damn. She said she thought about joining Islam. She said, nah. But she said she knew damn well that church wasn't right. She said she knew damn well that church wasn't right. <laughs> but so she, she, she said she um, kept researching and researching and she started seeing the stuff. And um, uh, they weighed up and she said, you know, hey, she knew that she was a, a Hebrew. She was all, another thing. Another, let me say this right fast. I don't know if y'all know about the thing about the fringe, fringes, and I gotta look at this one too, Chief. I know you don't deal with the twelve tribe chart and all that, but she was she threw out something. And I was like, wait a minute. I, and I do remember, you know, the, the so called Native American and their garments they wear, and she was showing how talking about how even they on they they clothes you see they had fringes, the fringes at the end of, and I was like, damn. What the hell did? So I got to go back and look at all of this. And she was on, on some. I, I, I'll let you. I'll let you keep going with that. But uh, I, I'll tell you, man. Yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm just looking at, you know, I'm just looking at some stuff, brother. You know, hey, see, I know you, no, I know you don't like a lot of people, brother. I, I already know, and you say no, a lot. No, of people, no, no, I'm but I'm just, I already I, know I, it. I said, that's good. That's. I said, I said that's good, but I, I, I said about the, uh, about the uh, fringes, you know, everybody warm, not just the Native Americans, but everybody warm. I just want to let you know that everybody yeah, but warm. It, it wasn't just because she had, the, it, it wasn't because they said they wore fringes, but right, just saying they was a part of the, uh, the tribe. She was going into a lot of the history 
And I know you don't like them. I know you got a you got a certain reason you don't like them people. And you got to understand too, Dave. Man, a lot of them. I like everybody. I never said that. Like. I understand. I said you don't do the, you don't deal with the trail, trail. But see, you even said some things that you don't go into because it make your head hurt. See, some shit. A lot of things don't make my head hurt. I, I like to look for knowledge. So if it make your head hurt, you ain't gonna. You don't fuck with it because you said make your head hurt even by Kimmy. So you go so far. I'm gonna go all the way in there, motherfucker. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn over the table. I'm not. I'm not saying that you gotta you know, believe it, brother. I'm just saying, I'm just, look, I'm, I'm just listening to information. I don't dis- dispute it just because it hit me in my head. I didn't say I accepted what she said. I just said she would just bring the information. And, I, and then notice I said, I got to look into it. I ain't going to say it. I don't accept it just because somebody said this shit and it sounded sweet. That's how I got fucked up with all the rest of the shit. I'm going to look into it. But I'm not going to dismiss it because somebody tell me, don't know, oh, that's some bullshit. Because I was told a lot of shit was bullshit and it's been actual factual. So I'm going to do me. I'm going to research it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at everything. That's just me. You might not accept. you. I know you don't accept certain things, but that don't mean, brother, some reason, or brother, I ain't going to accept it. Because, see, our spirits might not be walking the ground. On certain things, so I know you disagree with a lot of things that I agree with, and that's I mean, and that's fine, and that's fine. See, because I might go in a little deeper, you might, you know, you might not, or something you might go in. It. So we all got our own, you know, is is understandable. We try to come together on it, but for me, you know, it, 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 it's a I ain't I can't ain't gonna explain. I'm gonna get into it, but. Yeah, <laughs> but I already understand, man. Look, I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to have these heartaches and hard pains, no goddamn more, man. It's it's about trying to build and 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 have some things. So, you know, it, it, it you know it's a lot of some people on some of these other camps. I don't agree with some of the things they say, but I know I can deal with them because there's some things you deal with and, and agree with on. No, no, I wasn't talking about no disagreement. Let me stop you right there. I wasn't getting into the disagreement. I was going to get into the scripture talking about where the friends came from. <laughs> I already know where the friends came from. I, I read, yeah, I read it, is, and I, notice I just said, brother, I just cleared it up again, brother. Listen, please. I just cleared it up. I said, I'm not, and she didn't, she didn't just say they were Hebrews because of fringes. She just yeah. made, made an assessment, looked because they did have fringes on too, but that wasn't the whole purpose. I can't go into everything. No, I, I ain't talking about the tribe. I ain't saying about the English. I'm talking about the scripture. I was going to get into the scripture. I go was going to bring up scripture. That way people can get edified. That way people get, that way we talk about fringes. People will know what to look for in the scripture. When you hear fringes, they'll know what the meaning is, and they'll know. Uh, when when we talk about fringes, Numbers, the 14th chapter, talks about the fringes, and the fringes represents the commandments of the law, section commandments of of the Lord, which it represents all 613 commandments of the Lord, which we need to follow. The blue and white ones. So that's all I want to say. I I, I won't talk about no disagreement. I just want to give people the scripture number 
That way they can know what to look for. That way they can, you know, go in the Bible and they can research the Bible. That way they can know where, where they can look for and who told them to put the fringes off. Because everybody should wear fringes in Israel. That's what I was going to say. I wasn't going to say that my name is Super. I know you don't like Native Americans. I know you don't fuck with the Latinos. And I know you don't do nah, this. That's what nah, it is. I want to be rid of the goddamn Hebrews. Nah, I wasn't going into that. I just want to give people the mom scripture. I just want to let everybody know the mom scripture. I don't know. That's all for Latinos and all that shit. I just want to let everybody know the mom scripture. Just time for the people to know that they're scripture, you know? So this is, we got to talk about everything. I just let the people, they drop some scripture. We got, you know, people that tell my always talk, but never got no scripture. So I want to drop some scripture, you know? And I want to see, yeah, y'all read Numbers, the 14th chapter, and y'all read Numbers, the 15th chapter, and it goes into the fringes, and it goes into, you know, the commandments, and what are the fringes for? So that's all I want to say uh, about the uh, fringes. So y'all know what to look for. You know? And matter of fact, I can give you a scripture you can go for right now, Numbers 15 and 38. You know, it says, Speaking to the children of Israel, bid them that ye they make them fringes and the borders of their garments throughout their generation that they put upon the fringes of the borders a ribbon of blue. But I just wanted to let you know that just represents us, you know, uh, and the law, statute, commandments. That represents the law, statutes, and commandments. So I just wanted to put that out there that way. Y'all, when y'all, when y'all hear fringes, y'all want to say, oh, well, y'all, some y'all just make it up. <laughs> well, yeah, y'all see a lot of us Hebrews wear fringes. A lot of y'all say, y'all, that's just some shit, you know, we wear a lot of culture there. But y'all need to know where scripture that comes from, you know, in the temple. So, yeah, everybody in the temple wears, you know, on fringes, and that's what scripture told us to wear, number scripture. 15th
say that. You know, we got people out here who are listening, who are waking up to the truth from us, from, you know, uh, our priest, Aviyah, or formerly known as Brother Sunway, you know, from him going over to this, because he has had a large problem of comedic and, you know, comedic following. And a lot of those brothers have been waking the fuck up. <laughs> so I want to give them the, the scripture where it says that, that way they can look. Like, just let them know that they've been really looking into scripture. Ain't that right? Brothers have been questioning you on the scriptures, really looking into the Bible. Ain't that right? Hey brother, there, that's uh, that's brother LJ. Oh, he already, he already woke, he already knows. I know. See, that's why I say I deal with a lot of the people off of here, and 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 a lot of other things that you don't know. So it, it's a lot of the people that I deal with. I know what, what, what information or what tradition they in. That's why I said we got a long time. See, culture freedom, it was about dealing with people in all different traditions. If we don't, that's why I don't, I don't try to really, even when y'all hear me messing with Kemet, and that's another way, I do that in a way to try to make people think. It ain't that I'm bashing Kemet, because hell, there's still a lot of stuff that I still look at Kemet and had a lot of uh, good values in it when you're dealing with, with spiritual traditions on it. I just do that just like thinking to people to get away from the bullshit on certain parts of it, the misconceptions of it. So we got a lot of the, that brother, you know, he, I don't know, I ain't going to say he ain't no Hebrew, but he, he into it. He, now he into the Bible, he's into the uh, um, real deep. Now that brother on this thing, I see things with him on Facebook, man, be teaching hard. And uh, so, yeah, he knows his thing. So, yeah, he won't be posing in there about the 10 tribes, uh, the other 10 tribes. So, yeah, he, he knows his thing. So, yeah. So me and the brother been chopping it up. So that's why I said, man, uh, a lot of things with, with us when dealing with, and I see Justice in here too. I got to hear up because I, I got him on. When we're dealing with, that's my thing when you're dealing with like shows and such as this, and this was a lot of the brothers and, and sisters that was on Culture Freedom, or a lot of brothers that be dealing with talk shows. If you don't make yourself available to the people you're trying to talk to, because people, you might, especially if you want to be a teacher, you have to make yourself accessible. You have to have your where people can talk to you, because a lot of people don't, they don't get a chance to call in on here. They hear you like Brother LJM. They don't get a chance to call in live, but still they might have questions or they might comment. They might listen to the show three or four days later. You know, I'm on social media. They still can send questions. Hey, brother, I appreciate that, what you said. Or, hey, man, what about this, brother? And they might drop some stuff on me that I didn't, you know, that we didn't go in on the show and drop some more information, you know, elaborate. So that's one thing about dealing with media. You have to be accessible to, to the people can get in touch with you. You have to have some kind of goddamn email address. You got to have either like phone line or something. And this we have to have social media outlets dealing with this. They can't call a goddamn house because you be getting you you would never get no damn rest. But you have to be accessible. So I've been always like this ever since I've been doing this. And there were a lot of other brothers that got on here. And there were nobody. And some people get mad because hey man, like you like they think that they like you. And that's why a lot of people knew me more on Culture Freedom than everybody else because i was always accessible to everybody i was going to people's shows 
I'll be talking to different people on the different networks. You know, it ain't no knock on nobody because I just made myself accessible. That was just me. So, you know, that's why it seems like people are like, damn, they know somebody. Everybody know you. Well, goddamn it, I'm I'm accessible. This is what I do. You 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 like you're a public figure. So, you know what public figure you 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 you're not supposed to talk to and know. You know people, especially when you're trying to put information now. You know I don't want to just throw shit out here and then oh man we can't never man ask him no goddamn question about what he just said. Now that's like the fucking pastor. So that's why I'm on all the damn different social media outlets. Whether I like them sometimes, I like it or not, I want to get the hell off of like Facebook. That's why I like this other thing we putting together. And, and I'll tell y'all too, fam, right fast. Um, is the thing, you know, this social media thing, you, gotta, you can get an app to it. We you know, it's, we just trying to build it up. It just, I just signed up for it last night. But it, it, the uh, link is going to be in the description of this show. And also at the um, on Facebook, no, not Facebook. On the beginning of our blog talk page and the home page on blog talk, I'm going to actually put it in there as well. But it's going to be in the uh, the uh, description of this show. And, you know, we got brothers already joined up, brother, uh, our good brother Jay Haru already in there, brother LJ, peace that good brother LJ. We got a couple of people, more uh, people just joined. Uh, and then what it is, too, man, it's just like this social, like a little this, this small social media, we can share information. Like if we do some on this show and certain things I might talk about and it got like, uh, like they say, if like injustice, we might be talking about some, you know, how we do we, we chit chatting on the show about some and say, Justice, you join the, you know, join the little network on there. And, and at the end of the show or something like, Hey, you, you got something you want to show and prove you can drop the, the, the YouTube link in there. Like, Hey man, this is what I was talking about. And then we still can discuss it from, you know, from the, the 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 network page, and then also you you know you can chat one on one on there as well with who all on there. But like I said, that way sometimes we can keep the discussion probably going and watch a video. You might throw a video in there, and then we might discuss on that video, uh, you know, on the chat in there. But it got a lot more features where we can actually do live classes, and it's a lot. I got to go in here and really just research. I'm off tomorrow, so I can, I'm a, I'm gonna be working on this stuff all night, and we can research it and uh. Try to make this thing pop off, man. Uh, as well, appreciate it, bro. Said nice app. So yeah, I gotta go in here and look at all these features and stuff like that and see what's going on. I'm gonna pay for the extra features that go with it. Right now, just the free one, but we're gonna pay for the extra features because this thing is worth it. I see it. They got like live classrooms. You can do, um, I think, live videos and stuff like that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. We can just get it together. We just so we asking everybody, you know, hey, you know, you want to get on there? It don't ask for no. You 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 gotta worry about your information being shared, like Facebook getting all these damn uh, breaches and stuff, because you know you ain't got no credit card information on this. No, it ain't none of that. You just probably put in a name. Shit, you ain't even gotta be your real name or nothing like that. Government name. You don't ask you for your address. No, it ain't none of that. Um, you don't worry. We ain't gonna solicit you to do nothing, buy nothing. Uh, ain't none of that on there. So it's just something that we can share information. Here, whether it's pictures, videos, um, I, I wish it could do books, but you could put a link in there. If you got a website that you want to, like, you can put even a link in there to another website. You know, all type of stuff you can put in there, so people can go uh, on there. So I think it, it, it's real smooth. So um, yeah, it just I got to work it out, y'all. I'm just learning it as well. So. 
Just bear with me on that. But uh, Justice, we got to get Justice off that damn corner, man, because I keep getting all these damn emails and text messages. People texting me Justice out there with that damn uh, with that RBG. Now I don't know what he. When the hell he get a RBG Santa Claus suit from? Justice, come on out. Come on, come come on, get on the phone, Justice. So so these folks who could text it saying you out there with them damn Santa Claus suit on. I know I know he ain't got no. He ain't got a red, black, and green Santa Claus suit on. And they say they got a big unk on the back of the damn jacket. I know Justice ain't tripping out like that. <laughs> Peace oh, to you, my man. brother. Peace to you, my brother. Peace you know, what they said, brother, if we didn't know you, you wouldn't mess with you. <laughs> oh, how you doing, Justice? How you oh, doing? You sound kind of fruity there, yeah. my brother. Yeah. How you doing? You got the rainbow on the back there, Santa Claus, uh, and Jackie Nelson. That rainbow with it, too. It yeah, I don't play around that. with my voice like that. Like, I don't even act like that. Like, not for one second. So, I don't even know how to question your, you no, know, how much 100%, you know. If you 100, 100, or you like 89%, or like, what was your percent? Because I don't play around, like, you know. <laughs> doing this a little bit much now, uh, Big T. <laughs> you kind of like acting a little funny, a little too much, too much now. No, the question your your manhood. Democrats, bruh. I got them little skinny jeans on. That's what's going on. Them jeans, them skinny jeans, making you feel a little a little feminine. You want that skinny jeans and coochie on, bruh, yeah, that's what's going on with you, uh-huh. Them, them skinny jeans and them tight clothes you be wearing, and you know you need to wear some new fitting clothes. Nah, you don't want to hang out and with Shaq Almost, your voice, bro. Make your you voice go up three. You're a priest of priest of Yeah, all right. I don't even know what they, what they do, but uh, let me get on with it, please, uh, Big Chief Rabbi. Um, that wasn't me downtown. So whoever's out there falsely putting out putting that out about the brother, that's not me. That's somebody else. No, I got a red, black, and green flag, but you won't catch me downtown singing Christmas songs. So Ooh, let's just thank, put that to bed you. now. It wasn't me. Okay. I feel better. I, feel better. <laughs> I hope so. That definitely wasn't yeah, me. Now, I, you know. <laughs> don't put my name next to that. If you put that on somebody's site, don't put my name next to it. Well, with me. Yes, okay. Um, I'll greet you with my Tahuti Hotep. Happy physical to Haru. Happy birthday, Haru. Okay. I know you appreciate that right there, son, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get back. I'll be back. Yes, sir. A Baragani and a very special, joyful Kwanzaa to those um, who will be practicing its principles for the upcoming seven days after the day after tomorrow. And um, if anybody wants to get familiar with Kwanzaa, I went to YouTube and Dr. Milana Karenge, he's still alive and he's the one who founded Kwanzaa and he has a very... uh, very great descriptive uh, definition of Kwanzaa. Get out on YouTube and then you can understand the meaning of Kwanzaa and its principles. 
there was a question you had earlier, Brother Sunray. You had you said you were going to ask me about the criminal justice reform bill. Yes, sir. Because uh, 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 I'm gonna say that even I, I, I want to say that it was alpha male in the email, but I know it's a black man. I'm just going to use black man. Brother, he know who black man is. Just send me a, yeah, he sent me uh, an email. I'm going to pull it back up. Uh, yeah, uh, Brother Haru said, uh, brother, to you, uh, uh, Justice, he's a happy Kwanzaa to you. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Brother Haru. Peace and love in your hotel. Yes, sir. Yeah, by the gun, I say. But yeah, he was saying about the uh, the criminal, you, you know about the, the, the criminal justice bill. I found out that this was passed, like, you know, like all of a sudden it was this thing that just happened. It was like a good thing. And yeah. so a lot of people couldn't oh, get okay. their mind around it. And they were like, wow, is some Trump did something good. Like, he, he was behind this. So it was oh, the Democrats good. and the Republicans, you know, that were, you know, behind it. Ultimately, uh, Cory yeah. Booker, he was pushing this thing for a long time. And yeah. um, Trump been. I think that the influence of Kanye West's visit to the White House had something to do with getting this thing done as fast as it was done. You know, since he left, you know, visiting um, Trump. So I think Trump, because right afterwards he was saying how you know they were going to do this, and then it was done like just about for about a few weeks or a month later after he mentioned that they were going to do this, then they did it. And they made it real. And they made the law where it's an even playing field now. So if the white guy gets caught with cocaine and the black guy gets caught with crack, they both are now supposed to get equal punishment. Like before, of course, the white guy get caught with quite a bit of cocaine on him and the guy that's black get caught with just a little bit of crack on him. The dude with just a little bit of crack gets a lot more time than the guy that had a whole lot more cocaine on him. And you know it was it was like a what they call it, the drug of choice. I guess they would say the white guy's drug of choice is cocaine, and the black people's was crack. So they would make it that the white guys would get a slap on the on the hand, and then the black people would get punished like to the fullest extent of the law, which would give you three strikes, and then you are supposed to do life in jail. Uh, if you uh, got caught uh, doing three felony crimes, no matter what the felonies were. So that happened in jail, and they said that now about 180,000 people are going to be coming home. And if that happens, I mean, see, what I'm looking at is Trump with his chess playing. I think he's probably the greatest chess player I've ever witnessed. And he said how he was going to have black people voting for him like the next time go around. Now he's doing these kind of strategic moves, like kind of big kind of things, you know, that you would not expect, but he can go back and say, well, look, I did this. I did that. I did that. What did the Democrats ever do for you? What did Obama do for you? I got this pass. I did that. So he's going to have a few things at the end to say, yeah, I did this for black people. You know what I'm saying? So, That'll have black people say, oh, you know what? I'll go ahead and vote for Trump. So he might get some of them votes because of these type of measurements that haven't been accomplished since they put it in place 24 years ago with uh, Bill Clinton and his his thing about this uh, drug, uh, what was it, the crime bill and whatnot back then. Hmm. So you kind of see it as a good thing. 
thing. Sure, did I just say 180,000 people going to be coming home? A lot of them are black. Most of them are probably black. Oh, yes, sir. So, you know, they've been in jail just for having some some foreign substance on them, not that they did something heinous to anyone. A lot of them just had something on them, or they might have stole something to feed their family, and they got caught. And then they might have did something else, which was a felony crime, which, you know, they could have been just stealing a slice of pizza. Like, I heard that happen. And somebody got... It was like their third strike after they only stole a slice of pizza. That was like a felony, and they uh, really paid the price with the judge that they had there who said, well, look, we're going by the books. You know what I'm saying? You did this, you're going to jail. So whatever the three crimes whoever committed, if they were felonies, those people possibly didn't hurt anybody. They just did something that was a felony or considered a felony like stealing or you know, um, laundering money or doing something like just something that's not not really going to hurt somebody. That's right. Yeah, I so think there was a man. Out. In ahead, what you talking about. My bad. I think there was. A, yeah. I mean, could you? I think there was a man in California. What you talking about? About that pizza? I remember that. Mm, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 That. That's a. But yeah, that 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 is something. Like I said, sometimes you don't you don't give a damn who it is is you know doing the good deed, you know. And for that one, like I said, you know a lot of people who can't stand Trump. Uh, but I look at it that that's a good thing, you know, about that bill, man. Because a lot of people, man, were being punished with that bull crap. So, you know, that that I, I look at that is a good thing. And then they was getting it to uh, they was trying to have it. I don't know if they went into. I gotta really just sit down and. Uh, go over it and see what is all uh, what it all entails in it. Because I know one time they was talking about like people, you can get like you got uh, federal charges, and then but you still when you get out, you you know you cool, you still can get a federal job and stuff like that. The post office. So I don't know if there's still in there. Uh, that was in part of that. Like so I'm gonna look into it. And I got to see the brother send me some stuff about some house resolutions too. I got to look that up. But that was good. Oh, I want to throw out a good thing. Uh, about a pastor, we talk. Damn, I deleted it. We talk bad about these pastors a lot of times and beat up on pastors a lot. <laughs> but there's a pastor, brother Jay. I think I, cause you sent it to me. Uh, let me see. Can I go back in this thing? You know, shit. Uh, but there's this pastor. Okay, yeah, I can pull it up right fast. Um, I want to get his name right fast. I want to get it. Make sure I get his name. He did a good deed, man. Uh, and which I like. He talked about yeah John Gray Pastor John Gray that's his name he um, you know I had a long story short he was talking about the you know pimps in the pulpit which pimps in the pulpit that we are uh, we know about that and let me see uh, he said he identified such such church leaders as pulpit pimps same thing. I think he had, let me see, I'm trying to scan back over and reread it. In a recent sermon, Pastor Gray called out those people who wanted to get fat off uh, off the people but didn't want to meet the needs of the poor people. He identifies such such church leaders as poor pit pimps. Let me see this thing, got to pull up. He says poor pimp pimps, poor pit pimps are those leaders in the church who take and take and take like sponges from their congregations, uh, but have no 
true desire to help those in need to come back the legacy of greed in the church pastor john gray is using his position to ensure his congregation receive the care they need this thing got okay it's loading up one at a time y'all but this is this thing called push black i don't know if y'all got that in and deal with that but that's a good little thing a lot of history on it push black but um Pastor Pastor Gray called on those attendants to take what they that check this out, y'all. When y'all ain't gonna never y'all ain't never heard this. And I bet damn, I don't know if y'all gonna really hear it again. But maybe y'all, because we 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 seeing a great awakening. I'm telling y'all, man, there's some good things it is it, starting to happen. Check it out. But Pastor Gray called on those uh in attendance to take what they needed from the collection plate and offering basket. Many uh, uh, people in the congregation were visibly weeping in gratitude by the sermon's end. Now, how many times y'all y'all think, God damn it, uh, what's dude's name? T.D. Snakes. Uh, what's that other food name? Uh, uh, I need more dollars. I mean, Crefro Dollar. Uh, you think they ain't one of them? And some rest of them. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Y'all think they gonna get get something out the damn? Did you get something out that collection plate? Hell no, you know how y'all be trying to get something, get somebody to cook a job, grandma to smack your hand, get your hand out of there. That's how they gonna smack your god, smack your damn hand. Ain't no way. So let me see, let me see. Let me read some more. There's a little bit more, y'all. It said, uh, there are leaders throughout the entire black community who like these poor pit pimps, take and take, but never give. It's important that we hold these leaders accountable. That sounds like some old culture freedom. That there's somebody on culture freedom be saying that, y'all. But never mind. Uh, uh, we hold these leaders accountable so that we, as a community, get the help and the care we deserve and recognize the real ones like Pastor Gray, who generally generally support the needs of their congregation. So let me let me put my put my thing get y'all. Hold on. Let me give him one here. We need a round of applause, y'all. I, I, And then as the church say, Amen, Amen. Yeah, he, he deserved that, man, because uh, that's what I'm talking about. Because the church at one particular time were there to help the needs of the people. I remember when I was growing up, there was a church, um, and they used to do it during Christmas time and stuff like that. <laughs> Jay gave gave him half. He gave him three. He gave him three. Uh, three big live, big clouds, yes, uh, in the emoji, most definitely. But they used to have these churches, man. And I remember I was growing up, I used to see it a lot. Because I remember we, we used to go, my mom used to take me when I was little. When we, you know, I was young, we was, they were celebrating Christmas. My mom was celebrating Christmas. Hell, still do, y'all. I, 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 I ain't broke that legacy with them. But that's neither here nor there. But we used to go to these churches, man. They used to give out, like, um, uh, they had, what, fruit baskets. They used to give out, uh, like, uh, I think turkey, whole goddamn turkey, whole thing dinners for Christmas. I mean, hell, it'd be baskets. You can go cook your own stuff. They used to make, I mean, big churches give out these mega churches. It was like big churches. It wasn't mega, mega, but it was big. They didn't have all them big mega churches. No, like some of them that I know when I was growing up. But they used to give out stuff, man, for, uh, uh, you know, needed families. Not saying we were poor, but, you know, you, you need some. You need a little help and hang. Everybody need a little help and hang sometime, y'all. Uh, so, they give you a uh, helping hand. We used to go get baskets, man. I remember they used to have, like, people need clothing. They used to have a thing to give out clothes and, man, all type of stuff like this. 
and uh, be out in the communities. So you know that the, the church was the, the the it was the center, the focus point, the energy center for the black community at one time. It, it was, uh, but now that mother is the goddamn. Uh, suck your energy dry. It's the damn the 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 Dracula of the goddamn black community. Now, it's the what Farrakhan called him. He was he was talking about them Jews one time. Blood suckers, blood suckers of the poor. That's the black church now. The blood suckers of the poor. So you know, it, so I that 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 pastor there, man, that that deserves it. Now go in the get on the complex. I mean, go in the collection plate and take out what you need. That's what I'm talking about. And it was funny that I heard something else earlier. Somebody was telling me about if some church members got to fighting somewhere because the pastor told them uh, bringing down a thousand dollars. He wanted the congregation to bring down a thousand dollars, and they got to fighting up in that bad boy. Man, I'm see that. I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I can tell you a lot. Well, brother, he can tell me a lot about the stories about these preachers he's seen when he was growing up. And it got worse in the nineties. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And it ain't gonna get no better, man. That church, they need to put a for sale sign on the goddamn Christianity. No, hell no. Uh-uh. Don't nobody buy that motherfucker, because you gonna buy some corrupt shit. Don't buy shit. Don't buy Christianity. Hell no. What they say, can you reform devil? Emphatically no. You can't you can't reform Christianity, man. They're like you can't reform <laughs> that tell called Esau, them the white man. You can't reform Christianity. Hell to the nizzle. It need to be torn down, thorn and thrown in the garbage. And another thing that is something I got I just bought this book the other day, uh Saturday. It's called The Book That Your Church Don't Want You to Read. Yeah. The book that your church don't want you to read. And it's talking about, it says, from Rome to the Bible Belt. The book is causing a storm by century, but, you know, that's what it is. And let me see. And what he's going into, a lot of this stuff, he's going in the Bible, but he's going after the church, though. It says, God, is God dead or just your church? <laughs> that's what it is. But a lot of stuff I've been reading in here that they be trying to go at about the Bible, they're really going at Christianity. And see, that's what I, I, I was kind of talking about. See, when a lot of people, when they, they go at the Bible and stuff, the stories of the Bible, like when uh, uh, the, the, the video, I mean, not the video, but the clip I played at the beginning of the show to open up the show with our brother Aswar Crazy explained the origins of Adam and Eve's story. Um, when the start of this stuff he was talking about, notice he said the church, and he talked about the church. He didn't say nothing about the Hebrews. He said the church. So a lot of the stuff that y'all hear and the misconception all about the Bible, it's like I said, it's come from this Christianity perspective and how they, even though you might see the Hebrew brothers and sisters with the Bible and you see Christians with the same Bible, but notice y'all, the Christians don't deal with the so-called Old Testament. They only deal with that so-called New, and there's only a certain amount of books that they deal with in the New and primarily their books <clears throat> they deal with is Paul. And I tell y'all, they want, and we had to do something on this, the Liberation Tabernacle. But one of the things they do, and I'll tell y'all something right fast, this trip be out too. I'll be watching some of these videos and the brothers out there on the corner. Black folk, y'all don't want to be, not everybody, but I'm just saying, I'm going to just throw it out here like this. And I'm not talking about everybody though, but I'm going to throw it out here like this. 
let's say some, let's just say some then. Some black folks don't want to be special. You don't want to be chosen if your white counterparts or, or everybody else ain't included. Reno, I'm saying it is, and I've been hearing a brother saying, we are the chosen. God chose you. You are God chosen. You are God's special people. Uh-uh. God said he loved everybody. John 3.16 John three sixteen says, God so loved the world. He said, every time. They could be talking to, a, they could be a crowd. They could be talking directly to a Caucasian. A black dude or a black woman going to walk up. Why y'all teaching hatred? God said he loved everybody. John 3.16 First of all, you like your mama told you, this conversation ain't got nothing to do with you. We were talking to him. What the hell are you doing stop jumping in this conversation? See, some black folks don't want to they they boy, if they white, if they white so called friends can't go with them, they ain't going. We not go we not gonna leave you, Massa. Uh-uh, ma- we uh Massa, we ain't going nowhere, Massa. You good to us, Massa. I know, I know, Master. I know you're going to hell, Master. I goes too, Master. I go, I goes to hell with you too, Master. You ain't gonna leave me, boss. I don't know. I don't give a damn what them niggas say. I ain't going to heaven without you, Master. If you can't go, Master, I ain't going. That and that's probably what they do. And I know y'all think, my son, you shouldn't be doing that, brother. What the hell if I shouldn't? Because it's a goddamn thing that you don't wanna. It's like this. Do y'all see those so-called people in the middle east? I mean, over the east, over there, they call themselves Jews. Do y'all see them when people? Now, here's the trip. Let me go back. Let me stop. Let me stop. When somebody, like I said, you know, the brothers in the corner say that we are God's chosen people. Your own black people will fight you because you saying that we are special people, and you talking to them. That we are special people. God chose us over everybody else. No, no, we ain't. So they fight you with that. But do y'all ever see them same people when those Ashkenazi, those uh, Khazarians, them damn people over there, they call themselves Jews, and they say they God's special, uh, uh, chosen people, favorite people, all above everybody else. You never hear them say a mumbling word. They will not say, no, they ain't. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for all of us. He came to die for all of us. They never tell them that bullshit. Only until we, somebody who looked like them, said God chose us out of everybody. So, brother, you got the baddest skin tone, the baddest skin complexion. You had that nappy head of yours. It was a, it was, it was there for protection. I don't give a your melanin is a special gift. I don't give a damn what you tell them. Uh-uh. If they ain't a part of this, I don't want it either. But they never do that when them goddamn folks is over there. They never go to them and tell them this. They never tell them the same damn thing. See, that's that's the that's the sickness that some of our people have. You don't want a special goddamn favor from nature. We all ain't gotta say God with a career. Just nature then. Let's fuck it. We'll just keep it simple. You can't you can't accept the special gift that you have because somebody else ain't got it. <laughs> I can't 
I can't run as fast as the next the next brother. He probably outrun me. I got to accept that. It may be something I can outdo them on. They got to accept that. That's all our special gift. I can't, I, I, I'm not a, a artist. I can't draw. But that's somebody else can draw their ass off. We wouldn't have no, no tunes if we didn't have no good artists. You know, we wouldn't have them animated. Thing. So that's something we all got that's a gift that somebody else don't have. And we got to accept that. So if if we'd been said that we are special, that's our gift. That's our gift. And y'all really don't know the scriptures do tell that they was they were the ones who were supposed to and Esau them, the Edomites were supposed to have been the one who inherit, who was the one supposed to inherit the thing. And we I'm not, we're gonna have to break that down on Liberation Tabernacle. But they gave it up. They gave their inheritance away. And in the Bible even said they was cried and cried and like, uh uh-uh. uh. You had your chance. You had your chance. But that's another whole story. We're gonna get into that on liberation though. But I just be looking at that man. That's that's some that's a sickness that black folk we got to stop. Accept your gift. Accept your damn gift. You know. So man, you got you got to accept your gift. You know, I had an elder lady, eighty eighty five years old, man. Bless her soul. Bless her soul and her heart. She be working in, in uh, we be you ready to dump a, a trash and later be out there, man, with, with change. She had a couple of dollars, then she had some change and she might ask, Hey, can y'all get these little extra bags in? And look, we're gonna pick up the little bag anyway. But she gonna have like sometimes she had like ten dollars like today she had. Um yeah, I don't forget how many ones. I ain't even I ain't even keeping myself. Uh my coworker he get I, I forgot this. I didn't want it anyway. But I always tell her, I was like, ma'am, you don't have to give us nothing. We're gonna get this anyway. She like, uh no, uh, uh, uh. You work she said, Wait a minute, you work it just like I had to work. No, nah, you take this. I like, no ma'am, you don't owe us. I then but she gonna make you take it. And um and you know, and I've t- I've learned too that people say, "Man, look, just accept it." And we were talking about all that today too. So I just I, I be hating to do. I don't really want to take the lady, but she ain't gonna let your ass leave there without that money. I'm telling you, she ain't gonna let you. <laughs> so, but she was talking about that today. And uh, Lady D told me about that a long time ago. You know, she like, "Son, you got to stop that because people be trying to give you something even if you don't need it." And that lady broke that down. She said, "There's a scripture that said that even if you did, if, even if you don't want it." Take it. And she would say, you can go and give that money to somebody else who really need it. Because like they said, you can cut that person, they feed that person, you 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 um you cutting their blessing off. So she didn't want man. So I, I always try to I say, wait, ma'am, look, can we not take it today? No, uh-uh. You're gonna take that money. <laughs> 85 man, still trying to she be scraping up change and trying to give us change. You know, but you know it is. It, it, but she, because she's like, I work. You out here working? You know, you deserve. You get paid. And I just be looking at it. Hey, this is my elder. I can't. I can't. I can't be charging her for something we gonna do anyway. You know, she's trying to get your tip. I can't do that. But it's so. You know, hey man, I, I don't know. But that's just some. I I be trying to. I find it hard to do accept it. But like I said, I know some people said, man, they be like, hey, you 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 cutting my blessings off. So I don't want to cut their thing off. So, but I'm just looking at this. My elder man, they, I can't take no money from them like that, man. I'm already. I feel like I'm helping them or doing it anyway. I'm gonna get mine. So they like, no, nah, I'll take this money. So 
I, I get caught up in that, but it, it's a beautiful thing. We have a beautiful conversation with the elder, and uh, one one week, I told her, like I said, I appreciate you for all you've done. I say, as an elder, and all the things you that you that you um, went through, you know, and uh, man, she just loved that. But and they're just sitting there talking to the lady, man. We stopped working for about forty five minutes just talking to the lady, and y'all understand, man. Some of these elders, man, t- take. And I don't know if I said this before or not. I probably have. But, man, take time to talk to these elders. Whether you know them or not, you know, you might see some. You know, don't just walk up to them. And just, you know you know how you just spark a conversation. And that's how I like to do. And I tell you the best way that I always put a smile on these elderly people's faces, men, women. I always not be talking about like, hey, young, like, it's a, you know, it might be a sister. And they, they up there, hey, young lady, how you doing? They, they just that just makes they day. I had a lady tell me that she said that made my day. That made my day. Tell me a young lady. I said, yeah, you just look like you just got out of University of Melbourne. I just thought I saw you on TV the other day. You was a when you wanted when you wanted cheerleaders or the pom pom girl on on the University of Memphis team. I know I saw you on TV the other day. Man, that makes they day. It's just certain things, man. It's early. And they love that, man. I, and I always get them. I see a young man. I see an older dude. I tell her, hey. I look at these. They was an older couple. They might be in their 60s, in their 70s. I look at them young folks over there. I said, now, y'all young folks all the man. Get somewhere. And y'all know y'all young folks over there. Sit down. I said, now, I'm old. I can't get around and do the things y'all do. They said, man, you ain't old. They said, man, you younger than us. I said, look at all us young folks. I said, yeah, look at y'all young folks, man. I said, look at y'all young folks. So, yeah, I mean, just to talk to your elders. Put a smile on your elder's face, man. Put a smile on your elder's face. Talk to your elder. Talk to your elders. And then later today, like we talked to her, she like, I'm glad that y'all talked to me and let me know. She was saying that, that you know, I still, I'm still here. That was she was all she kept saying. That I'm still here. I thank y'all for letting me know how blessed I am. That was she was saying today. She said, I'm still above the ground, 85. She said, I'm blessed. She said, I don't want nothing else. I am blessed. And I appreciate y'all guys sitting here talking to me today. Let me know just how blessed I am. See, I don't know how things, some things that to, to certain people, the shit, the stuff that we complain about, playing this. You know, we complain about all the bullshit. We ain't got, I ain't got no Mercedes. I ain't got no money. I ain't got $500. I ain't got $1,000 in the bank. I ain't got this. Some people are just happy, proud. That they woke up today. That's it. They happy. Like the elders are happy. They still here. And we around here complaining, nagging, whining about this small, minute bush shiggity. When our young, young age, I don't give a fuck if you 50, 30, whatever the hell you will. Take advantage of the little small thing you have and be thankful for the shit you got. Like I always, man, I had to wake up every morning. I, I say my little thing. Sometimes I forget. But I like to say, man, all praise is due for giving me another uh, another day to get right on today what I got wrong on yesterday. That's my little thing. Because I could have did a whole bunch of bull crap or just some out of some messed up yesterday or something. <laughs> but today, but I wake up the next day, I can correct that little behavior. Man, I might have pissed somebody off yesterday. 
I might wake up the next day and make up or, you know, I might be in some, you know, but I ain't saying that happened. But you just get a chance to make up, correct that behavior. So, and y'all, sometimes we don't understand that sometimes our work ain't done. I know my mama didn't be say that I'm still here for a reason. Y'all know y'all grandmama didn't be say, I'm still here for a reason. It's something I got to be doing. So y'all understand, man, them elders get the wisdom from them. And just sit and talk to her, man. They, you know, they 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 love to have some conversation. They love to have conversation. So that's what we got to do, man. And 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 that's a, that's a beautiful thing. That's I agree with that. Thing. Yes, sir. Because you know you gain so much wisdom from them, and a lot of times they just want you to listen to them. That's it. And that's all you got to do. And you don't really try, you know. I, I guess, I guess you can enlighten them too. A lot of times I have, and they'd be like, "Wow, you know," I'll be trying to get them to want to live longer. Cause yes, sir. Be thinking they're about to die. We're like, "No, you can reverse that." I'll be trying to be like, "No, you don't have to die. You can live long as you want to live." So mm-hmm. I'll be like, "You know, you can change your diet right now, and you can reverse the process of aging." You know, and they'd be like, "What?" I'm like, well, yeah, because um, I said I had this auntie, and she was 69, um, but um, in her 50s, she had started walking all hunched over. You know how they walk when they got, a, like, a hump in their back, Brother Sunray and um, Chief Rabbi? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, I know. Osteoporosis. Okay. That's probably what it is, so... She she would walk like that, and when she got in her 60s, the doctors and her doctors and stuff, they said, well, take you off the red meats and just, you know, don't eat red meat and, you know, definitely don't eat any pork or whatnot. And so just, do, just stop doing that because all her life, that's all she did do was just eat that type of food. And so after she stopped doing that for about four years, she began to stand up and walk tall again, and her back, her, that hump thing went away, and she was standing up all the way up at 69 and 70 years old. And my great aunt, she lived to be like 94 years old when she passed away. Mm-hmm. So she reversed, like, her, like um, she reversed the process of aging in the sense where when she changed how she ate, it changed the way how her body was working and she was only eating what her daughter was cooking for her. And her daughter was just making vegetables and steamed, steamed broccoli and uh, salads and, you know, like different types of food where it was all fresh type food. And it was like, you know, like the high antioxidant type of foods that, offer the type of healing properties that when you mix onions and and you mix same the type of vegetables that offer great healing and then you put meat with it then like you contaminate you contaminate the uh 
the ability of that product to do a job that can heal you and make you better, make you strong again, stand up again strong. So she definitely says she was not eating any meat and hadn't eaten any since the doctors took her off the red meat. And that's why she was standing up talking to me and was proud that, you know, she she ate a better way and that she was healthy and she was happy. And so what what I would say, you know, like uh, to the elders a lot of times when I would say, like, yeah, you can reverse the process of aging if you eat a better way. And most older people and most people who are our elders older than us, they don't eat in the most healthy way. They eat all kinds of stuff, and it's not doing them too much good because they're not exercising, and this is putting more fat on their body, and then it's making them just, have this girth that they don't need to have because all of this cake and then they have macaroni and cheese and they got pie and then they have steak and hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage. And then, you know, they try to mix in some salad in there, but you, the salad really is only helping you move your bowels a little bit better. But if you just eat salad alone, then your body will process the digestive process much faster, much better. But when you eat meat and then you, like I was saying, if you you don't contaminate or cross-contaminate, because when you have onion or garlic or something that offers... Uh, high antioxidants like kale, um, then those things do a great job if they don't have any death around them, like, you know, like something that had blood and flesh, that it makes those things uh, hard to penetrate to get to your bloodstream and your cells and your body to do a greater job to heal where it needs to go and heal that whatever's wrong with you you your body is designed to heal and to heal itself and if you could do the right things by eating properly eat the right food if whatever's wrong with you and you don't eat something that's foul then you can improve your health and get more out of your life when you understand how to eat to live. So based on, you know, talking to the elders, that that come off my my mind sometimes because I always want them to, if they can, and some of them have, say, you know what, that makes sense. And, um, you know, some of them have tried to do something different. And I had an elder who told me by offering him some suggestions that, he got five years more out of his life than he was prescribed that he was going to die in six months because he had came to me, I had six months to live. And so I was like, that's, that's bogus, you know. So I was like telling him what he can do to, you know, not uh, die. 
And so, you know, I, I got him to eat vegetables and got him to not eat meat. At a certain point, he stopped eating the meat. Now, he had a heart condition and some other things going on. So he passed away after five years, but he was supposed to, when they came to him and said, oh, you got six months to live. I'm sorry, you know, like this. And he was sad, but he went on and kept living. And he told me, he's like, you my doctor, Dr. Justice. You know, uh, he said, you know, you, t- you know, you gave me some great wisdom and I listened to you. I took heed. And so that's why I'm still here. He said, you told me don't take all these pills, all these. I, was, I, was, I came over to his house. They had all these pills lying up. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And so he stopped taking all these pills, and he came down off of He was all swollen up because of these pills. So once I said, look, you just take a, take what you really need. They gave me, giving you all these pills. It's unnecessary. Your body can't even process or digest or break down all of these pills. It's impossible. So you just take a little bit of the ones that's most important for your heart, and then we'll see how that works. And then he started taking that stuff down there. His swelling, all his swollen parts start going back down because these pills was making him swell all up. So I told him take reduce all of this stuff, what they're trying to do, cut that pill in half right there. Just take a little bit of that one, and then you know, once you feel like you need to take another one later, do that. But don't don't ever take twenty one pills in one time. That's what they had for him on his dresser. Twenty one pills. And I was like, well, as good as that, you no way you can't. Your body is not designed to break down twenty one pills in one. They're trying to kill you, sure. and that's what I was telling him, and he 21. he listened to me. And so, like, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I love the elders. I love everybody who, you know, is, he's my great ancestor. His name was the original black man. That was his street name. They, his, uh, he was Reverend David Devlin. And he was um, a street warrior, street, uh, what we call disciple, uh, elder to the community. He clothed clothed and fed the community for 18 years and he would send shoes uh, and t-shirts and stuff to Haiti piled up uh, piled them all up people would come by and drop them off and he would send them off to Haiti and so he was uh, called the original black man OBM that was his short name OBM and so that's that was, that was a lot of people know him in Philly, OBM. Mm-hmm. He was like my he called me uh, his father. I mean, and uh, Dr. Umar Johnson and I uh, we shared him as our like uh, street father. Like you know, when we, we kind of would meet up and we, we should, you know be in the same spot and we would be talking to the OBM together and. We, Dr. Umar and myself, we buried the OBM. We were the pallbearers for OBM. And he had a red, black, and green procession. That's all he was down with was the red, black, and green flag and Marcus Garvey. And when he passed away, we had to bring the flags to the funeral and 
it was like a beautiful ceremony, you know, like because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had it if you couldn't have the red, black, and green flag over his casket. He wouldn't even wanted nothing else. So that's what he had too. That was straight over his casket. A whole a big old red, black, and green flag be upon the OBM. Yeah, you know what? Not when you said that, I had to go get my book, How to Eat to Live, and uh, I I had got it. And don't please don't tell Farrakhan I ain't read this book. Well, hell, he. Ain't oh my book. goodness! Oh man, I, yes, I, he I did. It, he read it because he's eighty five years old. He must have uh, read it. He's still walking tall, straight. He probably could play some ball and beat you and playing basketball or something, right? He, he probably could, cause I showcase you no damn ball, Lobo. I ain't gonna lie. No, I I need to read it. I was just looking through it here. I bought it, and uh, when I bought, I had went and got a Quran a couple of months back uh, from a Muslim brother. And he just how he said so happened. He had it. I said, man, go ahead, let me get that too. You know, just show my uh, support. But I ain't even read, man, I ain't picked this book up since I bought it. I need to get in here and read it though. But I was looking at some stuff as you was talking about it though. And once let me show y'all this is a, a verse, and it's true. And I got to read something to my brother uh, Jay Haru was saying too. But he had a part in here, how to keep food from hurting us. Now, you would think like, damn, my food hurt us. I'll read a little bit of that when you was talking about it. So I'm going to go through I'm going to start going through here reading this book <clears throat> and then bring out some stuff on the show. We need and just we probably need to do something on the health show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read some stuff out of that uh, that book and, you know, get my nature. I say get my nature up. Damn, my bad. I don't know how the hell I said that. But get my knowledge <laughs> up on there right there. I guess that food will help you do that too. <laughs> Wrong subject. <laughs> but uh and also even on that um on that so, uh social site, we're gonna yeah, we start putting some articles in there about health and all of those type of things. Oh yeah, too, Justin. Uh, I'm glad you said. Yeah, go ahead. If you you know you can go ahead and join on that. You ain't gotta put your picture up. I know you got some information you wanna share. Yeah, I sure want to hit you up and uh, ask you if you want to join. Join. It's free, man. Ain't nothing, no, you know, you know, no hidden. What? Uh, what is it now? Because I, I don't know. I'm kind of like you know, old it's school. In, so you got to fill me in. I catch up with it, stuff once I know what's going on. Yeah, it's in the description. It's easy. It went. It's just kind of like several spans. In some parts of, I think I got some um, description to kind of tell you. It's easy. It just, man, it's self-explanatory. Because everything you pop up on it, it's going to ask you, you want to do this. So it's going to walk you through it. Because everything you do, it's going to kind of walk you through it and, uh, and, and walk with you. It ain't going to let you just do nothing without you knowing. But All it right, just, what is it again? Tell me what it is. What's the uh, number? It's the description because, hell, they got so many dashes and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you go and just get in the description. I put it in the description of the show, the link. Okay, okay, okay. Good enough. And I'm going to put it on the it's in the description of the show, and I'm going to also put it in, start pulling it in the home page because, you know, we got the, the culture freedom, uh, culture, culture dash, freedom dash, radio dash, network dash, whole bunch of damn dashes. And okay. then I had to get a U. I'm going to have to, uh, see, I'm just learning the site. I just set it up. So I'm going to try to probably get a, uh, what you call it, a domain name to make it easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little social media site that they got these little apps. And a lot of people are doing stuff, they're creating stuff. A lot of people are tired of Facebook. <clears throat> so the creator of this, I seen, I was watching some of it. It was a lady and a man, primarily a lady who found this app. It's an app. Uh, but you can go on like your desktop too and uh, share on a desktop. So you can do it from the desktop or you can do it on your phone. So they got an a app for it on there too. But um, 
they created it, and, and a lot of people just getting tired of their damn Facebook, man. And that's what she kind of created it for, uh, to give people an alternative for that. And it's like, too, if you do business and, you know, you want to put out your brand. Like, what's the name have this? Uh, I know you follow Dr. Boris Watkins. That's where I, I learned about it from, Dr. Boris Watkins. And uh, I'm on his uh, social social networking group. You know, he got the thing. I, I don't know how I, I hope I pronounce it right. It's called Black Enough, almost like Black, Black Enough. Enough. No, he got another one. Now he got another page, but he, he had this one too, this social thing he was pushing Black called Black Enough. Yeah, like Black Enough, but it's called Black Enough. And I seen him did it, and I was hearing him talking about it, and I just checked it out. And I was like, and then I was, I was on his page, and I signed up. And I said, I was like, yeah, you can create your own network. Like, oh, what's the damn? So I just looked at it. It was a while back, uh, a couple of months, about a, two months ago. And I'm like, man, you know what? Then I was thinking about with us doing them something. We used to have a website. And, I, and I, I'm really not going to, Dan, I'm not going to use this for Liberation Tabernacle. This is just going to be for Culture Freedom because Liberation Tabernacle is going to be, it, it got to be something totally different, separate on its own. That's like the ministry ministry. So I'm going to create another website just for that. But this is just for, brothers and sisters, I don't give a damn. You RBG, you, you, uh, the comedic, you Hebrew, Israelite, you, hell, whoever, Moorish. This is just for brothers and sisters to share information. To try to help us, you know, help everybody liberate their minds and just come in, uh, just share information to to dialogue. So this one ain't gonna be the liberation tabernacle, man. This is gonna be something totally different. I had to create something for that. I might create a website for that one. I started working on something, but I don't know if I'm gonna keep on doing mess with that. But uh, let me go back to something right fast. My brother uh, uh, Jay Haru was putting in here too, because he, he put up something that I remember. This you were talking about the food, brother. Just he says uh, we were talking about the animals, because he was like you said, we're not really supposed to eat meat. And then also um, he said that uh, it's in the blood, like you said, there's all the germs and poison in the blood, because he said that uh, there's dead dead blood carries diseases. But one part he really did when he said it kind of made me think about something. Um, when he was talking about like, um, I remember there was a book where Dr. York had in the book, the Holy Tablets, and it was talking about like dealing with arthritis and stuff. And the brother was talking about the uh, the dead blood carry diseases in uh, the blood in the animals. And I remember like I said, damn there a lot of we eating a lot of these this meat and whatever the animal can have, you know, certain diseases they could carry on to our body. And I remember he was talking about folic acid. And I can't remember the whole breakdown on it, but the folic acid, a lot of that is how we so-called get the arthritis because, like I said, all of this stuff sets in our joints and stuff. And, you know, from the animal, the animal uh, blood and the fat and the germs is setting our blood. And that's how sometimes we can get we get arthritis. I guess I'm going to have to go back in there because I don't read all some of this stuff so damn long ago. And, hell, that, that, it's too far back in my memory bank, but. I remember when yeah. I was looking at that when my brother was talking about it, and it kind of came back to me. Jay Haru is correct. And, yeah. you know, it, it's a matter of mucus. understanding how your body works. Yeah, he said, yes, sir. You do that, mucus. Yeah. yeah. Once you blow, you could blow your nose, keep your nose clean. That's one thing. And then you that keeps prevents you from catching colds and keeping things from coming inside you that can bring in a germ. So 
So yes, blow sir. your nose, keep your nose, you know, everybody blow your nose. That's how you say, keep your nose clean. <laughs> yeah, damn, it's real. Yeah. Are we going, we getting ready to go over, family, in four minutes. We got four minutes, then we're going into overtime. Uh, we ain't got nothing to do. We got the Christmas trees already put up. So just messing with y'all. But yeah, we get ready. <laughs> we get to go over in four minutes and just chop it up. Tonight, man, it wasn't nothing serious tonight. We just wanted to come in the house and just chop it up. Just have a, just sit back. Casual conversation, y'all. This is mm-hmm. awesome. Sometimes we ain't got to be so damn serious and right. talk about power, talk about the this and that, that we going to die tomorrow. <laughs> y'all, come on, y'all. We got to mm-hmm. have kick, kick it moments. And this is our kick it moment. Just some chill out conversation tonight. He said, yes, indeed. True, Brother Justice. Uh, you know what, Brother yeah. Justice? I do, because I work outside, and like I said, dealing with all that garbage. I found, mm-hmm. too, sometimes if I didn't, like we deal with all that, man. They know all this trash we be dumping, and some people be dumping got you know, cat litter, and man, that stuff be coming back in you. I mean, you be inhaling like you really don't know. Yeah. You be inhaling a lot of uh, oh, yeah. dust and stuff, and sometimes come home, and we're not trying to gross nobody out, fam. So uh, I hope not. But you have a lot of trash in your, you know, in your where it does. What you call it? Uh, part of silk. What you call it? It be spying in there. Particles. There you go. Appreciate that. See, that's why y'all gotta have somebody like Justice as you know. He kicking it with Jesse Jackson. He know all them big woods. Just <laughs> mess with y'all. But yeah, the particle. Yeah, that's my brother, man. That's my brother. You know I gotta mess with him, man. I like Justice, y'all. That's my brother. But yeah, yeah, we be inhaling that in the nose, and I start like, damn, man, because sometimes I can even smell like, damn, my nose. And you're like, well, you know, you know what? Oh, man. But what I learned to do, bro, you remember in Islam, we used to practice what they call hawudu. And you had to sniff, sniff a little water, and blow it out to cleanse your nose. I remember that. I used to do that. I used to yeah. choke. That's me. excellent, excellent. And that's what I, I do. That and I started telling my coworkers them how to do that. I started telling man, you know, every so often, man, like every two days or whatever, man, man get some of that water. I told my supervisor, and I was telling him about it. He always was having come having sinus and stuff because he was really like inhaling a lot of that draft. And I was telling him how to do it. He's like, damn, man, where you learn that from? I like said, it's just what we used to do with practice Islam. He like, man, I know I'd be so clear. Yep, I told him this, that all that, that the stuff we inhaling out there, and the the dust and all it is, all that, that part, man, my nose be so trashy and you know and and you know, like I said, they be stopped up and black. Yep, like damn chimney, like the stuff coming out of the damn chimney or something. So and just so, sniff it too hard. The one one thing so you can do to help, out, do to on help out on that. Somebody got me echoing. I don't know. Maybe this mic this mic real sensitive. Let me turn my mic. Okay, down. it's cool. I don't hear it anymore. Oh, I got one it. thing you can do is you can get one of those masks that just covers your nose and your mouth, and just work with that one. Because that will you can't do it. Yeah, you can, but I can't, man. We can't wear it. Boy, man, you'll fall out wearing it. Now, we had a young brother that did that. That bro, in the garbage business, if them cats see you wearing a mask, they going to, like we said we said back in the day, they going to join you. Man, they going to check the hell out of you. <laughs> you got to be Why a vet. It's just rules to the regulations out there, Jack. It's just rules and principalities out there. Who's going to say something about that? No, you can't wear no mask out there. You ain't no vet, but we're going to work. They call your ass a rookie like a mug. You out there wearing a guy. We had a young dude did uh, that. No, 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 no. We, we just need some education. It hasn't, that's just, 
That's preposterous. But you really can't do it because you're trying to work that shit, man. Have you so wearing a mask? That, that's some hot. Some people did it. I can't do it. We don't see. You don't really see no no garbage men wearing. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna say here where I've, I'm at. Now I don't know about nobody else city. We don't see no garbage men wearing no mask. You just vet. You just have to load the proper thing and clean. You don't have all them signs that bad, but you just got to keep your nose clean, y'all. And that's the good part about it, by not doing cocaine. Y'all don't know, by not snorting cocaine, where you keep the damn hair in your nose, because that, we got 10 seconds of going over. Because it's like every part of your body, I, didn't, I had to learn this, every part of your body has a plays a major part. That hair in your nose is a damn air filter. I, I had to learn that later. But it's an air filter. It might sound crazy, but it is because, like I said, if I had didn't, if I didn't had it hurt in my nose, man, ain't no telling what kind of stuff be all in my nose. But those that those uh particles get caught up on your hair and it make it easy, so you won't be really just get all off in your system and poison it. So by the time you cleanse it, that's what it does. But yeah, them damn um, but so yeah, that, a lot of people be snowing them goddamn cocaine. You leaving that goddamn. You're losing them nose hairs. You you yo you, you you messing up your air filter. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that, but I know that when women go and get a pedicure and a manicure, that the women who do the manicure, they have on a mask to prevent the fumes from the polish that they're putting on their nails from going into their nose and nostrils. That could cause them to have throat cancer or something like that. Well, so, see, that's different. They they got to wear that now. That's different. That's some man. That's some strong man. That's some strong. So I'm gonna threw some away several times, and in, uh, in the garbage man. That's some strong stuff. That I don't, whatever they call that stuff. That's some strong stuff. But just yeah. average. And sometimes we run across people throw away some different chemicals like like a uh, pool cleaner. Man, that should have mm-hmm. choked us. Damn it, it choked the hell out of you. Now then, like I said, you might need a man, but just out there every day, nah. You just you just know what to do to how to you know maintain. Well, that's cool. There. You know how to blow your nose out and, and clean it out real good at the end of the day. So yeah, that's yeah, the bottom but, line on that. But I'm just telling you, as 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 do a sanitation worker, and they see you with a mask on, bro. They gon' any if anybody been doing God for a while, they gonna check the hell out of you out there wearing a goddamn mask. <laughs> I'm just telling you, bro. So if you come, you come down here in the south. I'm just saying here, this is they catch your ass with a mask on. They gonna check the hell out of you. Well, oh, I see the guys up here. They have on masks. They having on masks up here. But see, that one saying it might be different in Philly. If you come down here in the south, and put that goddamn mask on. They gonna check your ass to death. That's All a rookie. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, maybe they was rookies that I'm seeing with the mask on up here. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, hey, you, they're going to say, yo, he was, oh, that's one of them pretty boys there. He don't want to get dirty. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's like, we had a young dude that used to do that. And and, mm-hmm. and when they said it, he was a real germaphobe, too. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. Touch, he, so, yeah, now that's them people like that. But, man, no, nah, you, you, you don't want no mad, bro. You man up. You man up. <laughs> What you say? Suck it up. <laughs> yeah, without uh, But yeah, about that meat and all hey. of that, you know, like, I, you know, I say if you can stop eating meat, 
then you can prolong your life and have more control of your destiny. Because if you go past those fast food restaurants instead of going home and cooking something, you, you, you know, if you can go past them and just go home, cook you something or make you some food that's healthy or you prepare yourself a nice meal at your house, that's better than going and get a hamburger or some chicken somewhere. All of that stuff is, is not good for you. Now, if you think it is, then you could think that, but it really isn't. It just tastes good. And most of the time, you got to trick yourself into eating something that you would not normally eat or, you know, yeah, if you, you, if you had chicken. I have fried chicken. I know you yeah. are. I know you're going to have more than that. You probably have a half a lamb. That's what's up. You go over there and clean the refrigerator out of the drawer, Justin. Throw all of it away. If I went over there, his whole arrangement, if if you would allow me, I would set him up to where he would only have good stuff to choose from. Now, you know, David Israel, he's going to eat all kinds of stuff because he just think it's good. And he wouldn't eat it if he had to go out and kill it himself. He probably would just say, nah, I ain't killing no cow. He probably would just have to go and eat some salad and pick some something out of the garden and go home and make a salad. And get some rice and some beans, and make some beans and rice, and make some biscuits, and get some water, and sit down. And so, what you a vegetarian or something? I've been, yeah, I've been a vegetarian for 28 years. So, you like veggie burgers and shit? No, I don't like anything that look like meat. So, you ever had like veggie burgers and all that? No, I never ate a veggie burger. I'm not opposed to somebody eating it, but for me, I prefer not to eat anything because when I stopped eating meat, I wanted to come away from the idea of hamburger. So if I didn't want to eat hamburger anymore, then the idea for me was to not have a veggie burger as well. I never was a pie person. I'm not. I'm not a pie eater. So I, I, I never I, I never like pie of any kind myself, you know, personally. Like yes, I oppose you, people. Bean pie. <laughs> I never I never ate bean pies because I never liked pie. I, I've never been a pie person. I'm not a Muslim. I, I'm not I'm not you know I'm a natural Muslim if you want to say in a sense. If the honorable Elijah Muhammad would tell you, he would say, well. You know, every black man is a Muslim. So, you know, if you want to put it that way. Hey, Chief, Chief, move those chubby little fingers away from the mic and let me hear you. Yeah, we so can't all So what what shit do you eat like uh, what kind of shit do you drink? You drink sparkling water or 
You know, I knew you would drink soda. Do you drink sparkling water? Just regular water. Ooh, that's sparkling water. Nasty. Man, it's a nasty. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Brother, you don't like that? that alkaline water. Oh, alkaline water ain't shit. Yeah, it's smooth. I like it. I like that. I can't. I almost be going to say taste, but it ain't no taste. It's just the way it go down. It's smooth. I don't be tripping on water too much. I mean, you know, the spring water. Or that's basically all you got. You know, you choose from your spring water. You know so do you eat fish? Very rarely, but I I will eat some fish. But I'm not no big fish eater. Well, I got to have fish, you know, every day. Like, sometimes I get a craving for some fish and I'll go have some. But it's not my main. It's not on my main. Uh, it's not my main dish. Do you eat fried fried bait? If I had some, it would probably be a piece of salmon. And so um, if they bake it or however they make it, I'll usually get some salmon or something or some uh, whiting or a piece of um, some kind of fish. I'm not like a big fish eater. So, but I do I do like to eat salmon um, when I do have it. when I do choose to eat some fish. I just order some salmon. Yeah. All right. So, do you, so as a vegetarian, do you believe in eating like bread or not? Yeah, I'm a bread. I like I I eat uh, like wheat bread or bread that contains. A nutrition that that has uh, properties that offer some type of um, benefit to my digestion and to uh, you know have some type of uh, uh, vitamins that that are in, inside there. So I find like um, the darker type bread are for me are more um, uh, are better for my own digestion. Like not black bread or brown, but like a darker bread, like a you know like a like a wheat bread is what I'm saying. Yeah, brother just said wheat bread is good. And y'all think on the same way, but that's what I like. Right on. Hey, Summer, you don't eat fried chicken, don't Fried chicken, fried buzzard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna tell y'all no lie. My, 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 my diet I ain't all the way right now. I ain't gonna tell y'all no lie. Yeah, I have. I mean, damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have asked a uh, 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 couple of hours ago this morning. Yeah. I'm telling you. See, see, you a nigga. You just like me, bro. I know. I tell you, Justin ain't no black man. But look, it's a choice. It's a food yeah, choice, cheap rabbi. It's a choice. I'm saying, look, I'm not running around trying to catch a chicken. I'm not doing that. Right? I'm just going to, you know, I, I'm not plucking feathers and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm not doing that. Like, you ain't no huh? black man. You ain't no black man. You ain't eating no fried chicken, I ain't no slave no more. Like, that's over with. I'm I'm doing it the God way now. I'm going back to the God way. Y'all want to stay with the chain on your brain way? Go ahead. I'm going to eat like the gods used to eat. Yeah, yeah, it's good to try to practice, you know, the healthy, healthy living. But I know a lot of things, you know, now, but see, they, 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 they trying to trick us because even stuff they say organic, we know it's not organic. But they trying to sure. mess up 
all kind of way. They're going to charge your ass That's extra true, money. Man. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell nobody. I ain't trying to discourage nobody. No, I'm just saying how they trying to. They, they know when we trying to eat healthy, they gonna trick us over here and say it's organic and and uh try to get us. Cause I was looking at some. I was trying to get some. Um, hey, well, damn, it was some kind of vitamin. Uh, biotin. I'm trying to get my beard really to grow. I mean, my hair don't just grow like that. I was trying to get my beard to get go and grow. You know, I got a hair of Hebrew. Look, y'all. But I was looking at some stuff. But I was looking at it, and I started looking at the ingredients in it. Um, what they call it? Gelatine or something like that. And I started looking at the ingredients, and I started remembering. I'm like, oh, man, ain't that pork? And they was, you know, talking about a lot of that stuff is made from pork skin. I'm like, oh, I had already bought it, but like, oh, hell no. Nah, I ain't taking this. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to let this thing grow out. If it look raggedy, it's gonna, my beard going to have to look raggedy, but I ain't going to digest that pork. But they get yeah, us when put- we about pork, like a pork chop and, you know, just regular like that, but we don't understand about the byproducts that right. they have. Yeah. You know what, and you know what, uh, High Priest, this is one thing that I'm going I'm to tell you something. That's what kind of made me give up on my damn on dieting and shit. Like I said, if I lose weight, I lose weight. Like I'm three seventy six foot four, three seventy. You know, um, I ain't got time. Like I've tried. Like I've tried. I'm talking about getting lap bands, and I've been big my whole life. Like I used to get made fun of for being fat. Like a lot of females growing up, they they really want to deal with me because they was always scared about the way I look, especially a lot of light skinned women. You know, a lot of light-skinned sisters was always afraid to be near me because, you know, I was always big and dark-skinned. You know, a lot of light-skinned sisters, they get afraid of dark-skinned brothers who are big and, you know, and shit like that. Unless you big and dark-skinned and you come from another country, they ain't really fucking with you, you know. But if you're a big, dark-skinned brother from here, they're locking their they locking their fucking car doors. So, you know, I always had act, I always had act sensitive. You know, so I've always been, you know, self like self insecure about my the way I look. So, but you know, over the years, like I've learned to like I became an alcoholic. You know. I admit it, I don't give a fuck, you know. I've been to AA meetings, I've did all that shit, you know. And, um, you know, and uh, for the shit. And, uh, and uh, I used to drink my problems away. And, I, and you know what, I've actually relaxed. You know, I admit, I'm relaxed, but, you know. I actually, you know, don't do it as much anymore, you know. I actually relapsed, so, you know. So working for me is actually taking away. So, um, but, you know, for me, you know, I've tried to lose weight and do, do it in a natural way and all that, but it just don't fucking work. But I kind of gave up. I tried to eat right. Try to diet to diet pills, you know. Try to walk on the fucking treadmill, 
and it just don't fucking work. Every time I try to work out, I never have time because I always work. You know, I'm always working. So when I work, I don't have time, you know. So, you know, it gets to the weight, you know. So I'm I'm telling you, like, trying to lose weight, it, it's a, it can be a pain in the ass sometimes, man. Sometimes it's just like, if it happens, it happens, you know. Well, yeah, you know? I would, I would probably uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say one quick thing, but then I'm going to let you go because you're just the person you need to talk to, too. Now, Brother Dave, you got the right man on the phone. All he got to do is call Al Sharpton, and he would tell you how he did it. Hey. Just right there. You know he got Al Lum on, on speed dial. I now, do. I really do. See that? that told you. Oh. You know Al Sharpton was on that budget show. Come on now. You know He's on what? On that budget show. On that budget show. On that budget show. You know he was. I'm having a hard time understanding what you just said. You know, hey, hi, please. You know what that buzzer sugar is. He was yeah, on that Whitney Houston, bro. Oh, hell no. Nah. He talking about he was on that dope. <laughs> hell no. <nah, dude. laughs> oh, oh, see. See, that, that, when, you eat, when you eat in a way where the overall. you disrespect your body, <laughs> you know. Anyway, let, let me put it to you like this. Now, like Chief Rabbi, like he was just saying, Reverend Sharpton, if you watch the movie Malcolm X, the Reverend Sharpton, he probably weighed 350 pounds or something like close to what you weigh now. And the Reverend Sharpton, you see how he looked now. The Reverend Sharpton probably weighed a buck 50 at the most. So... You know, there's a lot of room for improvement for yourself and a lot of hope because the Reverend Sharpton, he decided that he was going to be a vegetarian. And once he made that move, he made a health choice for himself and his life so he could change his lifestyle on how he was eating and how it was slowing him down and keeping him from, you know, being at full speed. So now he done lost all that weight, and this man got seven, eight jobs. He wears seven, eight hats, okay? So, he's you know, when you get all that off you, if you can, he's a, he's a, a model for how you can do it. And he said he stopped eating meat, and he probably stopped eating meat 20 years ago now. And you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. You know, and you know what, and you know what, Justin, I've actually tried, I've actually tried all that shit, and you know, for some reason, when you broke, that's when you fucking get hungry. That don't mean you got to choose to eat something that's messed up. Once you know something, you got to use that knowledge for yourself. You can't. Oh, all of it. Once you know something, then go ahead and still go eat the cat, rat, and the dog. And look at uh, look at uh, what's her name, man? She lost a lot of weight. Uh, Monique. Yeah. I don't know how she said she did, but I'm saying how I know I Reverend Shark just because he eats better. Crack. No, you know, she, I be seeing her exercise. She be having what I See? when I was on. 
Instagram a lot. Excuse me. She used to uh, post stuff on Instagram, and she'd be working out, doing a lot of stuff. You see her exercising, her sweatpants. She'd do videos where showing her exercising. So, yeah, that's so. (laughs) And then I guess, I don't know. I've always been skinny hell all my life. I can't tell you. But I know a lot of people say it takes it's extreme dedication to that, that weight loss. It's, I I've heard that, so a lot of people say it's not easy, but it takes a lot well, of Well, the Reverend Sharpton he said that he used to eat a lot of meat and he used to love sweets and he ate a lot of cakes and pies. And now, when Thanksgiving comes, he said he don't eat no sweets. He don't have no cakes, no pies, no turkey. No, no, uh, anything else, any kind of meat at all, and he's been doing this for like twenty years now. So that's the reason why he work out. He go work out every morning shit. about five o'clock in the morning. I'll eat, I'll eat sweets. I'm not too much of a sweet person. I'm more my shit is more fried foods, like right. fried, like like I eat good, like I eat fried fish. Fried chicken, that's the shit in beer. Like alcohol is something I can't give up. But like, you know, and see, Dave, you that's you, a you, you, them, them, uh, drinking all that beer with them damn that, that hops and in that yeast in that shit blow you keep you blowing up too. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, you gonna have to. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta decide what you want to do. I guess. Yes, sir. What they say, you how to eat to live. You want to live? I just seen the Elijah Muhammad said about here you go. Yeah, that's what he said. He said proper food, spiritually, physically. He said eat to live and not to die. You got to choose. You want to die? You want to live? What what uh uh what's the name said? Denzel. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? You want to live? You want to die? Choice is That's right. So, I mean, I, I just, I just, you know, say, look, man, uh, be aware. Like, you got to know that when you're eating all of this food that you get from that Chinese food store and all that stuff, it's not really real meat. We already discussed this a while back. Like, that can't even possibly really be chicken, can it? How does it look like chicken and it don't even look like a chicken wing? I don't even go to the Chinese store. Like, fuck the Chinese. I'm Chinese food. Nah. Yeah, you you said you ate that before, the Chinese food. Yeah. You ain't got to go to that. America sending your your chicken to China and shit and get processed. You ain't got to go to the Chinese shop. Hell, America Mm -hmm. don't be there. Mm -hmm. And Walmart, too. Walmart, too. Oh, yeah, you ain't got to go to the Chinese shop. Don't worry. United States government already got you covered. But, see, that's the reason why, you know, you might want to wise up on all that because it's not really healthy for you. My people say, oh, well, you, where are you going to get your protein from? If you don't eat meat, where are you going to get your protein? That's, like, the number one question, people worrying about their protein. I, I told a guy the other day, I said, yeah, man, I, you know, we were talking and, I had to come up that I was vegetarian. I said, I've been a vegetarian for 28 years. He said, you ain't there yet. I said, well, how about that? Okay, so where would the protein come from, or the vegetables, or the fruit, or, or, or the pasta, whatever I, whatever I have? I'm getting something out of it. 
and I'm in like the weight, my height and weight. It's like in the right kind of height and weight. So how I'm good. tall I'm like, are you? I'm five eleven and a half, and I'm down to about one hundred and seventy. From when I used to weigh like I used to weigh two hundred and three. So from eating from not eating meat for twenty eight years, I came down to one hundred and seventy. Yeah. Oh, I used to be like 210 at the most One time I was 210 And I was big I was like you know <laughs> I mean kind of big You know what I'm saying Not real big But for my size For my height I felt kind of big Like So man, I'm kind of good now I'm like you know Hey now Let me ask you something now, what you think about Dr. Sadie's back? I've been like, I know Dr. Sadie, he's dead, and I heard him talk about how the water and how the doors, how the doors, how they, you know, um, what do you call it, how they purify their water over there because the water supply is not good all over the world. So a lot of them, you know, boil their water, so they make their water, you know, I guess they make their water. You know, they try to make it better, but they, I guess they got the best water or whatever. They have better water, you know, better water. But uh, he talked about how over there in other countries, over there, how to do it, how they die. He's dying, dying, he's better. And, you know, he talked about the natural remedies and the natural, you know, holistic. You know, healers for you know cures for HIV and diabetes and cancer. What do you think about that? Do Do you think that as a vegetarian, that there is a cure for diabetes and um, HIV? Do you think there is a cure? Do you think maybe not the same? Of course. Or do you think he's bullshit? Oh no, there's certainly um, Doctor Sabi. He went to court and proved that he had a cure for AIDS and had cured 70 or so uh, witnesses that he brought forth in court and sued the government for saying that he didn't have the cure. And he cured these people that had this in their blood, and it went and once he gave them their treatment, then they went back and got tested and got tested again, didn't have it anymore. And so they had the proof and the evidence when they went into court. And so Dr. Sadie has been proven to be a person who had a cure for AIDS. And diabetes is certainly easy to uh, alleviate. It's just a matter of uh, doing away with the other kind of liquidations that you put in your body when you have your beverage. So a lot of people have, like you said, Brother Chief, um, you having beer and then your body's not receiving enough water. And so if you if you have enough water in your system, you can eradicate all the diabetes that you might incur, you know, incur. You can eradicate it by just drinking a lot of water and staying away from things that have a lot of sugar in them, wherever the sugar may come from. And a lot of times sugar is found in starches like potatoes, sweet potatoes, and stuff like that. And then if you have things uh, like because 
the potatoes turn into sugar once you eat it. It turns in, in your blood. And so if you eat a lot of potatoes, you get a whole bunch of French fries or like that, and then you're gonna have gonna increase your sugar in your blood. So to do to to be mindful of that is if you don't eat any of them potatoes and all that stuff, then you can you can prevent yourself or you can erase having diabetes by doing the way doing the way we think that you take into your body that have sugar properties in them and you drink much more water and then you go back and get tested, you test your blood sugar, then it'll be way, way low. Over. Damn, Brother Jason was talking about earlier, you talking about protein. Brother Jason, they got, uh, they have herbs, herbs, protein. Right on. I mean, this protein is different ways. This other thing that offer different things. Protein is not the key to everything. Protein is just part of what's inside of different foods that you eat. So there's protein in a lot of different things that you eat. And get them in beans and get them um, peas. And, uh, I'd say you certainly get them in different ways. Uh, like like I said, I like my salmon. There's some found in salmon and whatnot like that and different other things. But a lot of things have proteins. You don't think about green beans and string beans and vegetable-type things that have uh, vitamins and, and uh, proteins in them. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Go ahead, brother. No, I was like, I put people through the, through the uh, mind test. Like, test your mind and put yourself through this test. Now, I probably did this one time. I say, you supposedly eat things that are pleasant to the eye. And so if you get something like some meat that you just got out the store and you brought it home, put it on your table and you're going to open it up and take the hamburger out and just put it right in your mouth. Now, what is wrong with this picture? The problem is your mind is telling you that, you you know, you're not going to do this. You're not going to eat this meat just out of the package raw and put it in your mouth and start chewing it and, and, and chew it and then swallow it because it's disgusting to you and your mind. So, Initially, your mind is warning you and telling you, stop, don't do this. <laughs> you know, if you get ready to grab that meat and put it in your mouth and eat it, you're probably going to spit it right back out because your mind is saying, no, man, you don't, this is nasty. So how can we make this good? We got to trick ourselves into believing that this somehow is going to be good. So let's go and take this, put this in the, in the skillet, and put seasoning on it, make a patty out of it put seasoning all over it, put salt and pepper on it, put some cheese on it, put lettuce and tomatoes on it, put some bread under it and over it, now bite into it after it's done. Now, there's some blood little still in there, whatever, still going on in there, and you eating that. Now, you made it better because it tastes delicious now, but initially your brain warns you and try to tell you, look, man, that's not cool. Now, let's do it again. Let's grab uh let's grab a banana off the tree. Grab the banana, look at it, like, wow, what's going on? You grab it, you squish it, you're like, there's something inside here. 
you start looking at it, you working with it, and you peel, you break it and it peels, and then you put your mouth to it, you taste it, you're like, this ain't bad. And you keep going, you don't think you're going to die, and you keep eating it, and you, want, and you realize cherry. You go, oh, it's a cherry. You see what's going on with that. It's nice. And you take it out, you look at it, it's pleasant to the eye, taste it, it's sweet. You're like, wow, that was cool. You know, there's certain things you can do that you can touch yourself. You grab a chicken, no, 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 uh, yeah, chicken, and you do the same test. You grab the chicken wings, and before you prepare it and put it in the skillet and even put the batter on it and any of that, you take it out the package, you put it to your mouth. Your mouth says, stop, don't even try it. You're not going to bite into this, and you're definitely not going to swallow it. Because your mind already knows that this is not good for you. But you got to trick yourself into believing it's good. So throw this in the batter, put the seasoning on it and all of that, fry it, take it out, let the grease drop off, now eat it, it's delicious. You tricked yourself into believing it's good. And it's delicious, but it's still not good for you. But you tricked yourself into believing it is. Now what it does is it takes life brings life and death brings death. So if you eat the dead, it's going to go on to you. It's like you're eating someone else's sins. Someone else killed something to capitalize off your ignorance to make money on you. You're eating something that you wouldn't even went out and killed your dog on self. You're just eating it because it was convenient. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. let's make better food choices. Let's think about how what we get to our plate and why we eat the way we eat. Let's try to eat like they said your friend Jesus used to eat. You know, you want to look up to somebody that you find holy. Tomorrow is his birthday. Today is his birthday. You say, I want to be like Jesus. You want to eat like Jesus. They said he ate. With bread and water and a piece of fish, you fed the multitude, all this type of thing. But it didn't say he ate all this foul stuff and pork and all this stuff and was waiting for hamburgers and McDonald's and, and doing all this. Be like they said Jesus was, if that's what you want to do. See what I'm saying? He had a righteousness to him. If it was real or not, they, there's something about him that is, is something that is to look up to, and you know, no matter what. So if he ate a proper way, I want to be like that Jesus fella. He, he was a righteous dude. He said, it's greater uh, works in thee than are in me. So maybe I can do greater works than he did if he said that I could. You know? Uh-huh. Psychological. Now, I can listen to you, brother. It's psychological. Yes, sir. That's what they said on the um, on the on thing. Your friend, your friend, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm just, <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. Okay. You try to throw him one in there. I just heard you. I heard you. But now nah, you good, bro. You dropping it tonight, man. Hey, that's what we need to talk about, man. This stuff. It's good. You see, that's another form of ministry as well, man. Ministry of health. Because some people need to hear this, man, <clears throat> about the food. You know, so yeah, that's a good thing, man. That's a lot. And my mother, man, I'm gonna tell you, uh, uh, you were saying something earlier. I was gonna mess with you. You were talking about people eating this. I was like, man, you talking about my mama, ain't it? 
Cause she like to eat all them cake pies. She diabetic. She hard head. Man, you tell us y'all hard head. Hell, she is, man. Me and my brother would get on her. Man, they like you said, they just they just gonna eat what they wanna eat. Yeah, heart problem, diabetes, mm-hmm. and you get on them. Hey, gonna be man, stop eating this, man. Don't eat that. So and so, this and that. Mm-hmm. I like damn. I guess you just you 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 just want to die, huh? But they just they don't do what they're gonna do. They rather keep taking them handful of damn pills, man, and cause it it, 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 it tastes good, but that, but hell, it ain't good. I heard an old man say it's good. Well, what do he say? He says good. It is it is good for me. Why damn it say it tastes good? I'm trying to say how that old man said it. He had to tell you he would say it's good for me. It's good to me, but it's bad for me, something like that. We was just saying it tastes good to him, but it's bad for him. And he do it. Some old folks have some sayings for you. Wow. Good to me, but it's bad for me. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. That's exactly what I just said. That's something else. You see, and my brother, uh, Jay Haru, said, and damn, y'all, this is something else. Now, if the, the food ought to tell you. Now, brother said, white bread. White rice, white sugar, everything white is bad for you. <laughs> Even white people. Damn. Oh, that, that, God, is it. Even the ingredients. Ingredient. Well, you want to know white horse, you could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know what? Who tell you? That's another subject. But yeah, go ahead. But you know, know what I was thinking about, though, uh, you know that guy when you was talking about Farrakhan uh, and uh, the other, uh, the other, uh, was it the last, I think it was the last amount we had. Uh, no, it was the last amount. I think it was the last, last, last video we had. And we'll talk about the debate that Reverend Islam had between Ishmael and La Bay. And I was brought up by Ishmael Bay had brought up a clip where uh, a brother by the name of Brother Ali Muhammad, from Dr. Ali Muhammad from the Nation of Islam. Well, that brother said he had a cure for HIV back in the day. And and uh, and I never did. This was back in the eighties during the um, Respect for Life films. I don't know if you remember the Respect for Life films, but that was back in them days, and we never heard about that cure ever since. You said that Farrakhan had the cure for HIV, cancer, and Farrakhan had, it's kind of funny because they said this, but after that, Farrakhan had cancer about four, five times, and, and he still, still kicking. you back to cure? He's still kicking. Look, they went to Kimron. I mean, I'm sorry. They went to Kenya, and Dr. Ali Muhammad from the Nation of Islam, the spokesman and leader of the temple in Washington D.C. He's a Ph.D. doctor. 
and he went to Kenya to try and find a cure for AIDS. And he went there and found a doctor who was there who who had came up with the cure for his people in Kenya back in 1990. And he was going to share it with Dr. Aline here in the United, from the United States and let him have part in it. And um, they they came up with it. They came up with some idea where together they would have this this thing called Immunex, and then they later changed it to Immune Byron, which was the name of the 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 cure that they had. And so they brought it back to the United States, and they went to Dr. Alim. He had these clinics set up called the, the Abundant Life Clinics, and they were set up in Washington and New York and different places where people had AIDS, and he was offering the treatment to the people. And he was treating people, and he had said that these people had um, had their T cells went up. However, it goes, their T cells went way up when their T cells was real low before they got the treatment. And then when they got the treatment, the T cells went up, and then it went to the point where they didn't have the the HIV virus in their blood anymore. So, the doctor Ali Muhammad from the Nation of Islam was offering that cure back in 1992 um, to people from uh, people from Washington, D.C., and people who had knowledge about him having this cure that, you know, it was like a, a new thing that was found. And so, yeah, you're right, uh, Chief Rabbi. That's a, that's a fact. Now, I remember Dr. Lee Muhammad back in the task force days. Cause my uncle used to go to Willie. My uncle used to um when my uncle and uh his wife, uh, first wife, used to go to uh, Willie Wilson Church, and uh, Willie Wilson uh, was real good friends with the uh, you know dope busters and all them back in the day. And I remember he used to bring out the final calls. My uncle used to always bring out the final calls and shit. And I'm always, you know, as a, little, as a kid, we read them, and I would see Aline Muhammad with all this age cure and all that. And I'm like, looking back at that now, I'm like, what the fuck happened to that? The government so, stepped in, and they did this bust where they came in and tried to shut them down and did shut them down because... Yeah. Somehow they were preventing the government from making money on their drugs that they had to offer to people. And so they didn't want them offering this because they wouldn't be able to make the money that they was going to make. So they shut them down. But I don't know if if they started back up or whatever happened afterwards. But I know down in Kenya, the doctor didn't have no problems there, and he cured 90 million people or something. I don't forgot how many millions, but there was a lot of millions of people who had AIDS that they cured in Kenya and other countries around there. Yeah, like I said, man, you know, I hell, I still remember that, you know, but I don't shoot. It's the same, though, man. It's the same, man. We always hear about all that shit about back in the day with the nation, but 
we never hear, you know, we never hear about that shit, man. We always hear right, about this right. silly shit. But, you know, that shit that they did back in the day, that's niche, not like, you know what I'm saying? The Dr. Right. Ali Muhammad Word. had to kill for AIDS, Word. had to kill for cancer. Like, that's the type of nation is why I like, but... You know, the dope busters used to be out there in Oakland, California, tearing mm-hmm. up liquor stores and cleaning the community of drugs and, and all that shit, tearing up the corners. So that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Man, mm-hmm. I don't see that shit. I really don't. Like, you know, hell. Like, hell, and I just see fat ass numbers. Like, I see fat Hebrews. Fat Muslims, I'm like, what the fuck happened to? If y'all so knowledgeable on this shit, what the fuck, what the fuck is your leaders like? You know what happened to Dr. Ali Muhammad, the health minister? Because back in the day, a fat Muslim was not heard of. A fat Muslim back in the 90s was not heard of. Now, That's true. Now I see nothing but fat muscles. I see a whole bunch of fat muscles. But see, they probably haven't been they probably haven't been grilled out by Minister Farrakhan like he did y'all way back in the day when he was telling y'all, Y'all ain't gonna be in my Hey he was uh, five hundred pounds. Farrakhan and his wife like Farrakhan wife was in the hover rounds too. Like muscle like sister Khadija is fat ass fatty shit. You know well, like, they old. Man. They old now, though, because they old now. I mean, but when they oh. were younger, he was saying that type of stuff when they was all younger. But they older right. now, so he not going to be so hard on them. But back then, well, he was I, hard on everybody. Well, I remember back in the day, that's why I like when back in the day, like when these organizations used to promote health, you know, hell, oh, we need to do better. We need to eat better. Like, last time I went to a nation in Islam temple, I had some fried fish and, and um, damn, fried, some fried fish and a piece of fried chicken dinner and some potato salad. I was sitting up there like, nation is while I was having a church dinner. Like, come on now, you know? Like, Man. You know? I went to the Sister Muhammad's kitchen here, man, about a month ago. It was, they gave, I asked for some salmon, and they gave me something like it sounded, it tastes like it came out of the can. I was disappointed. <laughs> I was disappointed. I was real yeah. disappointed. Yep. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Where's on the people, I, I say it's on the people too, shit. I just I ain't gonna blame the organization, shit. It's the individual, shit. Oh, it's you're on, right, man. Right. I mean, you know, far as a pe- person, you know, about their health, shit. That's 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 your life. Ain't no goddamn organization got nothing to be. It's like people be trying to say now, and in 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 the country, I mean, religion control you. Religion they, they created religion to control you. So you try to tell tell the man, but the organization got to come up with something to tell you about your weight. Your health, and that'll fit right into the to the propaganda. This all man, that shit just trying to control you. Everybody is, if you're grown, you know what you got to do. And so it's like you can't look for all these. All religion. you got to do is follow how they live. Everything. Well, I'm just saying though. Hey, look, I'm I'm saying this is the type of shit. 
that, okay, like like we were saying, we were robbed of a knowledge of self, though. So as far as this, we starting all over again, high priest. You forget that all people is in the fucking, a lot of us don't know shit. Why they don't know shit? Why they don't know shit? Because you know why? Go back to Hosea. What did Hosea say? We're in an age of technology. Why they don't know shit? It's like my my co-worker. I I don't give a fuck what I tell that man, how I tell him. You know why he don't know a lot of this shit? Because he don't want to hear it. That's what he tells. I don't want to hear it. Because he said, man, a lot of stuff I don't want to know because I have to start seeing things different. And what did Hosea Dixon Ford say? My people are lost for the lack of knowledge because they rejected. So a lot of this stuff that's out here, it there's no fucking excuse why a lot of people these days. Now I'm gonna understand a long time ago, but why people don't know nothing these days. With all these goddamn computers in their hand, thousand dollar phones and all this. The reason they don't know because they don't wanna fucking hear because when you start getting knowledge it's supposed to change. Like this sister told him today. Now that you know you a Hebrew now you got to start living those laws, statutes, and commandments. You think he want to hear that shit? He want to keep on being a Christian, keep on doing the same bullshit that he was been doing. He don't want to hear that shit. So a lot of people, man, they know better, bro. That's why we keep on coming up with all this. Man, what's the solution? The fucking solution's been out there. And we were doing it so good at one particular time. And we, we knew that the deep bastards had their foot on our neck. And we were doing better. So why is it now? Why are we doing so bad now? It's because we don't we don't want it. So I'm not I, me I'm me personally. I ain't making no motherfucking excuses for nobody no more. Not even me. Not even why. I'm not making no excuses. Talking about what they don't. Man, our people don't. See, you can you can teach the people all you want to. If they don't want to accept it, they don't want change. You can teach the people all about, like I said, this book, Elijah Mama, I don't know how long this big book, uh, when this book was written, How to Eat to Live. It's been out a long time. I know, way farther for my time. Man, if people still going to do what they want to do, you can preach to the goddamn man, to, to whoever come back. Man, people going to do what they want to do. Ain't no fucking excuses. Ain't no excuses. Farrakhan been teaching, well, I don't know how many years. You think they want, what? I mean, what else can you do? You got to go over your go over their house and feed them. Ain't no fucking excuses, man. I mean, we be on this motherfucker all the time talking, but how many times you think people are just really listen with it? People just pump down and listen for inter- fucking entertainment. I mean, it ain't no excuses. I, I don't have none. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, somebody else might think different. I'm just gonna say, man. We like I said, man. Like my mom and them say, you grown. You should know better. Ain't no motherfucker. They said, man. Ain't, ain't no excuses. You grown. You should know goddamn well better. So you pay the consequences. Whatever you do, that's on you. So I mean, understanding. That, you know what we were saying about the churches and all this used to do this, and that's true. So, but certain things that we got to do for ourselves. Yeah, was, oh, okay, okay, no problem, brother. So, you know, it's it, it just a lot of things, man, people doing, because they want to do it. All this information, damn, bro, I mean, there's, like I said, my, my, my co-worker's a prime example, right? He, he don't want to hear that shit. Like I was telling him, we were talking about something today, and he was like, 
But man, I ain't too quick to read no book. I ain't trying. I ain't even trying to read no book. I be trying to tell him something, man. We he ain't got to really look at the book. Hell, everything now, goddamn phone will tell you. Book the phone or read your goddamn book for you. So what's the excuse? You can punch it in the computer, in the phone, and the phone will read it to you. You ain't got to read the mug. But he's, they don't want to know. So if a man tell you they don't want to know because they start to start seeing things different, what can you do? Nothing. Nothing. So if a person don't want to change, they don't want to change, they die. Like I said, my mother. She know goddamn well better. No matter how much me and my brother preach to her about a high blood pressure, the food she eat, she still won't eat them goddamn food that she ain't got the poison, that she ain't got no business to eat. Then she run out to the hospital and then think we supposed to run out there and feel sorry for her. I know this is my mom. And I just said, I'm like, sometimes I don't even fucking go. Because I, mean, I just get tired of like, like she used to do for me when I was young. Tell me, I'm tired of you, boy, don't, don't want to listen. Now you grown. You supposed to be the parent. Now, why in the hell are we calling the goddamn God a priest to you? I tell about your health. And so, I, I sometimes I don't go out there. I just be, I play the goddamn it, man. Look, I ain't going out there. Because you know better. Because I'm, I'm sure going to go right there, out there, and start fussing at her ass. Like, excuse me, I ain't mean to say that part. But I'm going to go out there and fuss at her like she do us. Because, goddamn it, you know better. You want to die. That's all I be telling when we tell him, man, my, bro- my brother, he more harsh than I would. I just did try to play the humble role, but I just get on him in a good way. My brother, he ain't going. He going like a drill sergeant. <laughs> he be like, man, you trying to kill yourself. <laughs> that what he do. That what he- but that shit don't want to listen. So you can, the nation, the Hebrews, the Hebrews, the Oos, Oos, and every motherfucking body else. We can put out anything we want to, bro. I just saw Brother Amos. What's their brother name? Amos Wilson? Uh, what's the brother? Just hear me out with the title. Blueprint. What is it, brother? The Blueprint for Economic. Hear me out with the title. Oh, Amos. Um, is it Amos Wilson? You sure it ain't my man Claude Anderson? No, Amos Wilson. He had, uh, all I want to say, Blueprint. Okay. Blueprint. Ah, I can't never get that title right. It was Amos Wilson, he was the dog skin brother. He, I think it was the blue black brother. I know Jay brother. He, he finna take so he might finna put it in there. Man, that book is thicker than a damn phone book. I just saw it the wow. other day. I might go ahead and get that. I, I said it like forty five dollars, but I'm telling you, man, that book is thicker than a phone book. Man. Yeah, okay, here you go, right there. Appreciate that, brother. It's the blueprint for black economics. They never get that right, but yeah, and we always keep hollering about. Preaching about economics, economics. Dr. Boys Walker, everybody talking about economics, economics. This brother wrote a damn phone book about the blueprint uh, 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 for, for, for black economics. We ain't got damn it even talking about that book. You don't even see nobody talk about that book or talking about well, it. Well, Anderson got books too. Yeah, talking about? Well, they talk about I, his real I ain't never really mm-hmm. listened to him though. With, uh, but oh, I, man, I, he hardcore, I, man. He hardcore. Yes, my bad. I never, I, I never seen the man smile. He just be just going hard, man. I he was on, um, yeah, yeah. He was on Hidden Colors uh, a, a couple times, once or twice. Yeah, yeah my bad. And brother Jay, uh, he sent me um uh, um a link when he was on uh Doctor Boss Walker. For a matter of fact, I did. Yeah, he was on there mm-hmm. talking about yeah, it. He goes it's, in. But we still talking about. They got about the him? same argument though. Them two dudes got the same argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, look, we still talk the same shit about economics. So, 
I just ain't no fucking excuses no more. I ain't got none. I ain't gonna make none for black folk no more. I, I mean, I'm, 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 leave your ass in the dust. You know, and I don't look for the, I don't look enough for no organization. And I'm not putting out all that on organization. I'm not putting that on nobody. I'm starting looking at, what you call, what you call it? Self-responsibilities. Self-responsibilities. Your imam can't do it for you. Your goddamn, your pastor, your sheikhs, your high priest. I don't give a fuck what they are. Ain't none of them can do that shit for you that what you can't do for yourself. See, we want to we wanna put everything off on the black leaders. We want to put everything off on the politicians. What the hell are you going to do for your goddamn self? I ain't got time for this shit, man. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all don't call me stubborn ass or just don't give a fuck. I, I, I just don't. I see self-responsibility. What a lot of us don't want to take, we don't want to do. We don't want to take self-responsibility. Your house dirty. Am I supposed to come on in and clean your goddamn house? No, I'm going to come clean mine. You come clean your own goddamn house. It ain't my fault your house dirty. It ain't my fault you ain't got your damn grass cut. We got to have self-responsibility. But, so, I mean, you know, we can make up all the goddamn excuses. I ain't got none. I ain't got none. I'm sorry, y'all. If, 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 if brother, if I mess up, that's my fault. That's, that's me. That's my doing. I got to be accountable for my own own soul. Each each and every one of us do. I can't say, well, you know, uh, shit, brother, justice didn't help me, man. He didn't help me do this, man. I was trying to get him to help. Wait a minute, hold up. You why you waiting on justice? Then I give you, goddamn it, two legs, two arms, and eyes. You in good shape. What was your damn problem? How come you couldn't do it for you? You got you seen it, goddamn it. I gave you a good mind. You ain't lost your mind. You know, I'm just saying, like I'm talking to the most high. What, what, what was your problem? Why were you waiting on justice for? Justice had his own problem over there. Thank you, brother. Really got his own problem <laughs> over there. Why the hell you? Yeah, you, you, you flashback. What is that, brother? I had a flashback. I had a flashback from this morning. I went. In, I walked into the store. I didn't drive up to the store. I walked to, up to the store, and two dudes, able-bodied brothers. One was a little older than me. One was a little younger than me. Asked me if I can give them some change on their way on my way out. That just started my day off, you know, just kind of bad. You know what I'm saying? So that just gave me a flashback because I kind of snapped on them. I'm like, you two brothers have no right to ask me for nothing. You brothers got able body, you got two hands just like I do, and two feet. You should be out doing something. I'm about to go out right now and get my hustle on. And so, you know. Anyway, that took me back to that because it don't make sense to be asking and begging somebody for something when you can go out and get it yourself. Yeah, man. And like I said, man, number one, man, Farrakhan, man, sick. That man got damn it on his leg. He ain't got time to be teaching no motherfucker, man. All this time that they've been teaching 60 years, the nation been here. We ain't learned yet. When the fuck we going to ever learn? I'm just I'm just being serious. When the hell are we gonna ever learn? All these organizations don't been in our midst. We ain't learned yet when when we ever. There's no goddamn excuses, man. Stop make we gotta stop making excuses for bad behavior. If if you in a if you in a goddamn bind and you fucked up now, you may have to look at your goddamn self to see first of all, what are you doing? What's your resolve? 
And if you ain't got none, who the hell you else think you're going to help? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.